We got an intro. G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio. That's OG to the R, baby. Great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us for our weekly gaming topic discussions, banter, all the rest of it. My name's Captain Perth, and alongside me is Pavloverface and Grizzly Gaming 86. Hope you're going well, guys. How the frick are you, Timbo? I'm good, Capo. Really good, mate. Um, two weekends in a row, Cap. I'm getting too old for this shit, but I'm hungover. I would blame it on you, but you weren't there, Cap. You weren't yeah. there. So I can't blame it on you. This well, you're trying to keep around. up with me, right? That was that oh, yeah. was the issue, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Giving up drinking, mate. I'm becoming a uh, what is it? What is it? It's not celibate. What's not a drinking? Hermit. Hermit crab. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to become a hermit crab. I'm going to become a hermit crab. Yeah. Okay. That's so, it. what what was the occasion, mate? Walk me through it. Dude, it's kind of weird. It's actually no occasion, but I've got this group of friends that I've known since high school. Um, just good buddies, known each other since we were five, and I haven't haven't really seen any of them for quite a while. Um, last weekend was Russell Norman, who you met, a good friend who Legend. had drinks. And then this weekend was another mate of mine um, that I haven't seen for a while as well, and his wife and kids were out of town. So took the opportunity to, to head around to his house, and we did. I played magic cards, man. For the oh, first dude, time in, nice. in a while. Yeah, it was wicked. It was so good. It was great. So fun. did you have a deck made up or what's the go? So I've got about four or five decks from all the drafts we've done um, uh, with the crew in, in the past. Was bang in a deck box and, and save it for a rainy day. And uh, the rainy day cometh. And yeah, well, we, we picked, a, picked a random deck of the, of the five. Literally as well, Grizz. That's the year it was. It's been, yeah, quite, been. Quite, quite rainy recently. It's been extremely <laughs> wet here in West Australia. Extremely yeah. wet. Oh, that's cool, mate. So, hang on. Did you say you made a deck? Well, no. So, no, we didn't. Make, I was just too, too like many, a draft too kind of thinking. thing. Yeah, we did like a draft kind of thing and, and went into it. So, I actually spent the night playing a green and black, and he spent the night playing a pure red dragon deck. So, Ooh. yeah, it was pretty It was pretty even, actually. A bit of back and forth, a couple of wins each. Um, but, yeah, no, great. What about you, Cap? What you get up to, mate? What's been happening? Dude, I was actually just thinking about it whilst you were talking. I, I did fuck all. It was... Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, we had a few beers on Saturday night with some friends. Um, caught up with them. Um, Saturday day, I took um, took my wonderful wife out shopping and we ended up buying nothing, which is... <laughs> I didn't think that was possible when you took your wife out shopping. <laughs> <laughs> where did you uh, Where you go? Did you go to Ikea or something? Or was that... Something no, else? we went to... Um, we went to... What do you call it? Uh, country Road. Oh, country um, Road. Oh, yeah. Essentially went Take me home. Clothes. Yeah. Well, because country she's pregnant and she's shop. she's starting to expand. Yeah. Um. So we're trying to find some expansion clothing. We're trying to buy the DLC for her tummy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, time DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Um. So yeah, just basically trying to find like some jumpers because she's only really got one that's going to kind of work and. You know, you can't, I mean, I can just have one jumper quite happily and go along with my merry life like that, but yeah. um, apparently she can't, so she needs multiple jumpers. Tell you what, um, man, yeah. I don't know what it is, Cap, but I've been getting into online sales recently. Oh, like um, Bargain or something? Or? No, like I, I get an email from like uh, General Pants and it'll be like, hey, there's two days left, 60% off store-wide, and I would go and buy like a bunch of hoodies and some jeans and stuff. 
they get delivered. It's pretty good, man. I haven't been minding it. Don't have to leave the house to go shopping. It's great. That's kind of fucking sweet, though. That's good. I like that kind of shopping, personally. The thing yeah, is, though, too. man, is, like, I always find it difficult to find clothes that fit me nicely online. Um, I just feel like when it goes to um, my sizing, you know, bucks and beauty, as they call it, <laughs> uh, on the interwebs, um, it, yeah, it's just a little bit hit and miss, so I tend to just go in and do it myself. Um, you know, and, and so therefore I don't do it very often. <laughs> so, yeah. But other than that, Grizz, no, I didn't do an awful lot, mate. I, um, Sunday we caught up with me as mum and dad and, and had dinner. Um, I uh, played, oh, actually, that's one thing we need to talk about. Um, I'm just going to do sure. it here real quick. Is I played, yeah. um, uh, it's called Metal Hellsinger. There's a demo on Steam. Um, and so the whole idea is it's kind of one of these rhythm based shooter games. Um, so other examples of kind of similarities is, um, the cadence, uh, Hy- Hy- what is it? Um, Hyrule, cadence of Hyrule and, and, uh, yeah. of the Necrodancer. Um, so you kind of, yeah. So you kind of like to the beat of, of the music playing, you're kind of trying to take these actions and stuff. And this is the one that looks like doom, isn't it? Yes. looks like, and so you've got this beat happening and, and your HUD has these little things that are kind of showing you the beat. And so you're trying to shoot on in time with the music and move around and dodge. And I tell you what, man, (laughs) it was so much fucking fun and insanely satisfying. Are you going to buy the full release of this? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I actually didn't think, oh, I thought, oh, yeah, it looks all right. I, but I just thought, fuck it, I'll just give it a crack. wasn't doing anything on Saturday. And um, God damn, it was so much fucking fun. And, like, just a lot of bands and stuff that I used to listen to a lot when I was younger. This is really Reminded cool. you of that? Yeah, right. Yeah, Man. just really yeah, cool. Yeah. So if you're looking for, like, a weird and wonderful little experience, go and check out the Metal Hell Singer demo on Steam. Definitely a... Uh, yeah. You know, especially if you're metal adjacent in terms of your listening, um, I think you're going to get a bit of a fucking, yeah, good time out of it. Um, but, yeah. Um, anyways, Grizz, we've got to stop talking shit. Um, we've got so much on the run sheet tonight, it is actually daunting. Um, yeah. So for those of you that live under the Patrick fucking SpongeBob rock um, and have no idea what's going on in, in video games at the moment, Basically, nothing happened this week. It was um, pretty cruisy. So I think we might just wrap it up here and um, you go home. See you guys next week. Yeah, anyways, great episode. See you later. Um, So, yeah, we had Summer Games Fest um, formally happen, what was that, Thursday night, our time, Um, which would, uh, yeah, so Friday morning. um, And then we've also had a bunch of other little sort of mini. So to give you guys an idea of the structure of this kind of thing. So Summer Games Fest acts as the parent expo and then they have all these sub expos happening around the same time so summer games fest happens which um is run by jeff keely one of uh, uh game media's uh, big sort of heartthrobs uh and um playstation sort of tacked on their state of play earlier um in last week and xbox bethesda did their own sort of offering uh this morning very early our time wa or um late evening for other people. So, um, and there was a bunch of other little sort of sub expos in there, like Pete, the PC gaming show. Um, I think day of the devs happened, which was a indie sort of showcase. Um, Devolver digital had their own showing as well. So look, we're going to do our absolute fucking best to try and get through Mm. as much of this as possible within the amount of time that we have. So, um, strap yourselves in and we're going to get fucking started now. Grizzly. Uh, so summer games fest, um, obviously Jeff Keighley, 
um, presenting a lot of the stuff, having a bit of a chat with devs and stuff. Um, the first major announcement was <clears throat> what had been long rumoured for a while now and formally announced at Summer Games Fest was The Last of Us Part 1. <laughs> so uh, we finally... <laughs> Dude, did you find it interesting, Cap, that they called it The Last of Us Part 1? Well, it kind of makes that- sense, right? Because they called the second part Part 2, right? So they kind of have been, I guess, retroactive in their... Because I don't think they ever, I mean, they probably were like, oh, we'll definitely make number two. But in the off chance that they didn't make number two, they just decided to call it Last of Us, the uh, the original part. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But look, The Last of Us Part 1 is a complete rebuild of the original game. Now, um, if you go and have a look at some of the screenshots um, and comparisons, um, it's quite dramatic. Um, Ellie... Uh, changes quite a lot. She's a lot more closer in line with her appearance in part two. Uh, they're basically using the uh, the the game engine that they used to build un- the Uncharted uh, four um, game, as well as Last of Us Part Two. So total overhaul of the original experience. Um, there, I'm just reading off um, uh, something that's uh, in front of me here. Something I prepared earlier. Uh, incorporating modernized gameplay, improved controls expanded accessibility mm. options, uh, also talking brand new AI, and 60 FPS gameplay and new combat. So I guess they're kind of just taking what they had with number two and trying to give it the same kind of flavor to and lick a paint Fresh to number one. Mm. Yeah. So, so, Cap, we're seeing this come out September 2nd um, on PS5 and then I believe PC sometime after that. I don't know if we've had a, yeah. an official, official release on the PC yet, but... Something that stood out to me is they've already said um, the different editions that are going to be coming with the release of this game. So yeah, um, classic. I, I believe yeah, there's a cla- there's a classic, and then you can buy. Uh, I meant classic in terms of that just trying to oh, right. and squeeze the money. But yeah, oh, meant classic <laughs> as All right, so there's a digital deluxe edition cap which offers a couple of like uh, customization yep. options and gameplay tweaks, and then they've got this uh, Firefly edition, which apparently I have heard. The pre-sales to this have already sold out. So this comes with like a steel steel case book, some artwork. It comes with a comic, um, some cover art and other bit, bits and pieces. And they've actually already released the pricing for this already. And I think yep. it was to do with the cost. The Firefly edition was was 100 bucks, which to me, when you're getting, you know, comics and artwork and stuff like that, um, it's, it's, not, pretty, it's pretty, pretty good, good. Yeah. good deal. I mean, it, then, like, there's a lot of people who are massive Last of Us fans. And I think, obviously, Grizz, another thing to think about is we've... Uh, the Last of Us HBO TV series has just finished up wrapping. Uh, we just finished wrapping up the the, uh, the the what do you fucking call it? The recording or whatever you call it. Ah, um, yes. So yes, yes. I think it's all timed kind of nicely. You probably maybe can expect the TV series around about the same time. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, simultaneous release makes a lot of sense. Um, thoughts, Cap, on on this concept as a whole, and just obviously we've got to be quick here, but I'd be interested to know your take on uh, a remake of a game that was still looking not too bad. Yeah. that was released, Look, you know, what, seven years it's, ago? It's 10 now. years old this year, dude. Mm. So it's not young. It's not old. I don't know. Do you I reckon think, this, um, this is the uh, first time a game, for lack of a better word, this young has been remade? Uh. Hmm. Shortest time frame? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite, quite too sure. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Look, I, I, th- I definitely think the window is getting shorter and shorter. 
in terms of what gets remade. I mean, the funny thing is, dude, like look at something like Skyrim, like that kind of had a a bit of a remaster and all that kind of stuff. Um, Last of Us part, well, the original Last of Us had a remaster. Um, I mean, that that (laughs) game came out on PS3, dude. Um, So when you think about it like that, like that's two two generations ago. Um, And then obviously you got a remaster for PS4 um, and now it's getting a remake words here remake so we're remaking the game not just remastering it um getting that remake happening yeah so it'll be interesting grizz um i mean if you do compare some of the screenshots it does look quite different um obviously you know the environments are kind of supposed to sort of be reminiscent but i think they've taken a little bit of um creative direction themselves just to sort of you know embellish i guess and it'll be interesting to see if they include some new stuff um but yeah I, i tell you what i am i am I don't know if I'll play it, to be quite honest. Um, I think I've had my fill of Last of Us. I'll probably watch the TV series. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm not going to say anything, Grizz, because um, I want you to play this game. But there's something that <laughs> happens. At, play at, dude, there's something that happens in the first kind of like couple of hours of that game that just made me fucking cry, man, and it's going to make you right? fucking cry. 100%. Shit, okay. Yeah, and you're going right. to play it. No one in chat, if you're watching live on the Twitch chat, don't say anything. But it's gonna it's gonna get him. So someone um, someone ban caging right now before he says something, please. <laughs> but yeah, look, overall I think um looks really nice, Grizz. I think the the new engine um just is gonna take it to the next level. Um I think the way that they've kind of revised the um kind of appearances of Ellie and Joel look really good and and more in line with um, kind of the source material for part two. I just think they're going to, it just looks good um, in total. I think, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, more so watching other people experience it. I don't think I will, but um, yeah, looks bloody good, Grizz. Will you give it a crack? Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got to give I'll it a play. crack. I will definitely play this. This is on my list to play. This has been on my list to play for quite a while, mate. And the fact it's coming to PS5, I'll just pick it up on there and give it a whirl. Um, yep. Play this brand, brand new version, probably on release, I reckon. Might be a good time yep. to do it. Yep, absolutely, Depending mate. Get in there. Don't get any uh, spoilers. Comes out. Oh yeah, baby. We'll get more, yeah. we'll get into that later. But uh, all right, moving along, Grizz. We've got shitloads on the fucking uh, run now, sheet here, mate. Real quick, Cap. Are we going to talk about the Last of Us multiplayer now? Here. Yeah, actually, do you know what? This is probably a good time. Um, <clears throat> so there's a couple of things uh, that were also announced. Um, so. Uh, I'm curious as to what you're referring to. Are you referring to the so Neil Druckmann, the art director for this game um, yep. and series? He came out and said we've got a new game in the works. Um, it's mm-hmm. completely multiplayer, open world kind of thing, and showed some um, concept art which looks yep. very Last of Us. Um, didn't give us an awful lot about what is going to happen in that game, but it just looked like post-apocalyptic kind of Last of Us. Um, you know, green, verdant green, kind of um, the, you know, the planets retaking the city uh, kind of apocalyptic sort of thing and, and a couple of humans with guns and shit just sitting on a on a broken down building overlooking some, some kind of landscape um, in the middle of a city centre that's kind of, again, been overtaken by overgrowth and whatnot. So um, is that the thing you're talking about? That is the thing I'm talking about. Yeah, I definitely something to keep an eye on, I think. And... Yeah. We're just like spitballing here on ideas, Cap, but, you know, I think it could be something along the lines of like a PvE, PvP, similar to something like Tarkov where you 
yeah. going into these environments and there's obviously zombies and whatnot and, you, and you're yeah. trying to, to loot stuff and get out or whatever it might be. But I think it's cool. It's a cool idea, a, a yeah. post-apocalyptic. Um, well, yeah, and I mean, they kind of did it with world. The Division yeah. as well, Grizz. Yes, so right. maybe they might try and leverage something there and go somewhere in between. I think, um, you know, obviously Escape from Tarkov and, and the formula they've gone for uh, there has been incredibly popular. Um, so if they can maybe bring that last of us kind of flavor whether it's set in the same universe i don't really know um but yeah i mean it was both mostly just a bit of a hey we're working on something and here's a kind of sneak preview um and you know they just like to get um the big guys in there so yeah anyways Chris, let's move along mate um so <laughs> yeah call of duty mate it's been a while we haven't had one for years mate it's been you know, we've only got a couple of them as well, so I'm glad that they finally bring out another Call of Duty. Um, I think we're really starved for Call of Duty content. Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, FPS shooters, there's not many of them. Um, so what do you think, Riz? You reckon you're looking forward to get back into it finally I, after I all these years? Up, I can pick up on your sarcasm from a mile away. <laughs> Dude, this is interesting. I, uh, like, I don't know how I feel about single-player FPS games anymore. Like, I just feel like when we had them back in the day, um, it was because we didn't have these fantastic ability to have good servers and maybe I'm completely fucking shit in the bed here, but I'm not going to go play a single-player FPS game these days. It just doesn't uh, doesn't hit me in the right spot to go and do that. This does look pretty good, though, I will say. Like, it, it looks... It looks, looks very nice. Is, the sound design and everything else in this looks yeah. pretty, pretty yeah. dang good, huh? Yeah, look, um, I mean, for those at home, um, the trailer just kind of is a bit of like a tactical mission where the the Call of Duty boys, they're, they're jumping on a fucking oil rig out in the middle of a, 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 a rainstorm and um, they're, they're scooting in and they're going to go and fight some bad guys. I think there's a, might be a missile silo or something. Um, they're trying to stop the missile from being launched. You know, your classic <laughs> Call mm. of Duty thing. I don't know, Grizz, I just feel like what the fuck? else can they do with this game like you know they just done they've done it all man you know they've done they've done old time uh you know with um world at war they've done you know kind of advanced war stuff with kind of spacey shit and and now they're getting to the point now where they're kind of trying to do the i mean so this is kind of supposed to be like a revitalization of the modern warfare part of the call of duty series right so they're kind of taking the old story and the old characters and, and reinventing it a little bit. So um, Can- Modern Warfare 2 is going to be apparently different, but, I, yeah, I don't know. Is, is there still a market for this? My understanding is the last single-player uh, COD game that they released, which I'm not sure what it is. Someone may have to say. It didn't go so well. Is there still a market for these single-player COD, um, COD games? Look, so people, probably. people still enjoying I, these? I would have thought that they wouldn't even bother making them if there wasn't really a market for it. Um, I guess it just comes down to can they iterate on the same old um, to a degree that actually is uh, meaningful and um, interesting. Uh, you know, I look back to the glory days of Call of Duty, man, and like the first Modern Warfare, and you think about things like that sniper mission with um, Captain Price, and you 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 know you're crawling through the through the grass and shit and 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 it's just you know it's, it's moments like that i just feel like we will never really get with fps because we've kind of done it all now um yeah you yeah. know maybe maybe i'm just an old boomer gamer and like you know the, the next <laughs> generation of kids are coming through and going oh my god man this next cod game sick dude and it's just well maybe because they don't have that same experience that we've had with these games so 
don't know. Just, I, I think just, it looks nice. Just a couple of little things to, to add here as we're watching this trailer. Um, so there's a bit of a description here. So game boasts a visual and audio feasts for the senses. Infinity Ward clearly prioritizing impressive weapon handling, evocative lighting, better bullet ballistics, and more reactive environments and artificial intelligence. Now, there was one key bit in there where they were talking about the water physics in this cat. Things yep. like the rain droplets and the way that there's, like, you might notice um, under some of the railings and stuff, you'll actually see, like, water that's uh, coagulating and dripping down. Pooling from, and stuff. Yeah, pooling oh, right, and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that's like pretty it's, cool. It, it's supposed to be quite... Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a step up in terms yeah. of uh, some of the, the visual. Bits <laughs> you know what, Chris? I, I kind of feel like these games are like just kind of like a dev playground because it's just it's such a fucking easy concept. It's like, all right, what are we making? A fucking war kind of simulator. Okay, <laughs> no worries. Well, let's just pump it with all this cool fucking tech shit that we have going on uh, in the kind of space of gaming right now and just like try and blow some minds along the way. Um and, you know, like, you do appreciate the little things like that. You know what I mean? Like, when well, you see stuff like this, you go, God damn. There's, like, some raindrops and stuff on your actual screen, it looks like. And then you look at the um, the scope on the sniper rifle and you can see the raindrops on that and they're changing with the rain that's landing on it. So yeah. it is, the, the attention to details is pretty dang good here, for sure. It, it definitely seems like there is some pretty impressive kind of physics stuff and, I, I guess, like, graphical um implements to kind of enhance your um what do you call it fucking um atmosphere or whatever but um one thing that i did see grizz is they're putting a lot of effort into things like for example this particular water level um all of those waves are kind of you know dynamically generated um on the ocean so um you know your your boat will react to those waves and and all that kind of stuff so you know i'm sure that that will trans trans uh translate to the multiplayer uh based on multiplayer maps as well so just something to think about but yeah look it's a fucking call of duty game you you can imagine what it looks like um just imagine the the graphics dialed up a little bit more than the last one that you saw and that's pretty much what you got um but you got all your boys back you know captain price i think soap um uh, who's the other guy? Ghost um, with the mask. Uh, Alejandro, I think, is another guy. Um, so yeah, you got all your lovable characters. So uh, if it's, if Call of Duty is your thing, by George, have I got something for you about Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two? Um, but yeah, all right. Moving along, Grizz, we've got shitloads. Uh, all right, now we did speak about the Callisto Protocol last week, and I tell you what, dude, holy fuck! So we haven't really seen a good gameplay trailer yet. But Jesus yeah. Christ, did you watch the whole yeah. thing, dude? I what did. the fuck? It is fucking brutal, Cap. Yeah. It yeah. is so brutal, dude. <laughs> so contextually, for people that are listening, um, the trailer is this kind of, um, I, I guess, um, swan song uh, made by a bunch of ex-Dead Space devs because I never thought another Dead Space game would ever get created. Uh, fast forward X amount of years and we've got a Dead Space remake coming out the same time we've got this brand new Callisto game. But um, basically it's it's supposed to be like a Dead Space X game. You know, it's it's on this kind of, um, you know, I think it's a prison planet or something like that. Looks like a prisony kind of thing. It's got a lot of sort of Alien 3 kind of vibes with prisons, but um, just more so, uh, you know, zombies, uh, alien kind of mutant zombies that's the bad, yeah. that's yeah. the bad guys so you play this guy um who is probably a prisoner by the looks of things he's he's got the prisoner outfit on um and they're doing a lot of the uh dark space uh, sorry dead space uh tropes so uh trying to uh give you as minimal hud hud as possible trying to 
get you to visualize your character's kind of status with, you know, for example, on his neck, he's got like a health bar. Um, and on his gun, you can kind of see, you know, a nice big light up of, of, of the ammo and stuff. And, and then also the, the limb, um, the limb, what do you call it? Um, evisceration removal <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't yeah. know yeah. removal um so yeah the the trailer kind of shows you a, a small um snippet of the the main character making his way through a med bay or something like that and a little bit later he gets into a pretty spicy encounter with a bunch of other zombies and um i mean did you want to try and describe what happens at the end of this fucking trailer Grizz? <laughs> oh, I'll just say my little piece here. So yeah. it, it just looks, I mean, we saw this last week, but it looks eerie, doesn't it, Cap? It, oh, it yeah. Has these, and one thing that I really like about it is um, the zombies are different. So you yeah. might have that are slightly more portly than others that are, uh, or slightly more taller. It's like, I feel like the enemy generation is, um, is a little bit interesting. And we saw, uh, so we have, there has been unveiling of one weapon here, a potentially spoilers so maybe mute if you don't want to hear this but um the devs talked about uh the use of a weapon called the grip um then we saw some a bit of uh footage of basically using the grip against some of these zombie prisoners yeah. and you know decimating limbs and you know sweeping the undead off their feet using this particular yeah. weapon, the yeah. grip and, so it's kind of like it's kind of like that gun out of um half-life where it, it it's like the gravity gun where it grabs things and shoots them away which there is that same gun in in Dead Space, so they're definitely taking a lot from that original game. And you were saying Dead Space in. was a lot about limb removal and stuff as well, wasn't it, Cap? So is Absolutely. that in Dead, in Dead Space? Is that essentially how you dealt with the enemies? You would remove, yeah, <laughs> remove well, their limbs. You or could kind of just try to Monty belt Python them and chop the arms and, and legs yeah. off. And well, it tended to kind of <clears throat> kill them quicker um, or lead yeah. to their demise faster. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was kind of the, the way about things. And it, yeah, like I said, they've definitely copied, you know, the same kind of spirit of that game. But, um, I mean, Grizz, I mean, the game looks really nice, um, very dark and dingy, but, um, I think they do a really good job of, uh, making the environments look really sexy and, and, um, and the graphics look really good. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks really nice. I mean, to be honest, Grizz, like this is my fucking... This is my genre. I fucking love space is horror it? shit. Yeah, Gee, this is yeah, this is my right. stuff. I've I've consumed every single piece of Dead Space material that is available and known to man. Um, so, you know, movies, one, novels, comics, um, all the games. I played the whole fucking lot. But um, look, getting back to Callisto Protocol, I think it looks really freaking good. It's pretty fucking brutal. Um, mm. Probably mm. the best. The highlight of the clip for me, Grizz, is like. You know, the main character at the end gets caught in this turbine and just gets slowly sucked into it like a wood chipper. It's honestly horrifying to watch and so brutal. Um, but, yeah, very, very cool. Um, so if you're interested in that, go and check it out. Callisto Protocol coming to uh, probably just about everything. Um, what have we got? Um, PS5? December 2022 is the date, right, Cap? But yeah, I'd imagine everything. everything PS5, PC probably. Um, it was announced at the Summer Games Fest, so I would assume some, maybe not, I don't know. Maybe not Xbox? I don't know. Go find out and let us know. Yeah, on Twitter or some shit. <laughs> I want to check it out, man. Yep. So, all right, moving along, Grizz. Street, yep. fi- Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Six. Street Fighter. Mm. Number six is the sixth iteration in the Street right. Fighter franchise. Uh, they unveil, unveiled uh, the Guile 
gameplay trailer. Um, just kind of iterating on what they've already kind of shown. Um, dude, I mean, in all honesty, the game looks really nice. Um, I think the game it looks great. Looks nice, but this announcement as a whole is an absolute fucking crock of shit, Cap. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, what didn't you like uh, about it the most? Uh, the fact that, I mean, Guile is, has been in every Street Fighter game ever, right? If you didn't, it'd be, it'd be more of an announcement if they to come out and go, guys. There's going to be no guile in Street yeah. Fighter 6. They're going to breathe I mean, oxygen. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, cool, though, because you do see some of the moves and a bit more like fighting gameplay and bits and pieces there, which is obviously yeah. great, great to see. The game looks yeah. really good, Cap, but I may as well say my piece here and get it out of the way. Man, Street Fighter devs have listened to their community on this one 100%. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that, dude. We, we had this chat when we talked about Street Fighter 5 when we first heard about Street Fighter 6 coming out and, you know, I kind of was discussing my feelings for Street Fighter 5 and how the release was, was pretty poor and everything else. But um, from what I've heard, uh, this is they've just really listened to their community on this and it's, you know, they've got story out of the gate and there's a few bits and pieces we'll talk next about the netcode and, and crossplay and, and bits and pieces yep. like that. But it just looks really, really good, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I will probably pick this up and give it a whirl, I reckon. Yeah, looks good. I mean, to be honest, it's not really my kind of fighting game. I prefer the Smash Bros kind of stuff just because yeah, it's a bit yeah. more fun um, yeah. and I can kind of um, let other people fight each other before I get involved. Um, oh, it's called yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called the attack of opportunity, my friend. Okay, look it up on D and D. Okay, um, but yeah, so uh, look, it looks really nice. I think, um, but I mean, uh, to be honest, I think this, the the kind of standout announcements for this was the fact that it's going to be featuring rollback netcode, which is kind of like the the premium, the <laughs> king of um, netcode when it comes to fighting games, because it just ensures that everyone's on an equal playing ground and and latency doesn't kind of just just be fucking shit you know during your multiplayer games so i actually had to go read what this meant cap and after i read it i was kind of like holy fucks let me let me read this to you so this rollback netcode is a technique to circumvent lag where your input is predicted by the game while playing online so there's no input delay this might sound strange for the most part um but the computer can very accurately predict the move you're going to use in my mind i was thinking Fuck it. Why does not let the computer play for you? You can watch it instead. Yeah. It's all to do, yeah. do with like trying to ensure that everything happens at the, at the same time and that no one's kind of, um, you know, because obviously you're playing on a server um, and, you know, you're going to have a slightly different, uh, uh, what do you call it, latency to what I will. And it's just trying to get people on the same playing ground. There's a couple of different other ways that they've implemented netcode in the olden days uh, that didn't work as well. I think um, for fighting games, like your input and timing is just so important. So to maximize your opportunity to be competitive online, it's really important, really important to have like a, uh, you know, a really good netcode um, uh, algorithm that basically sorts through these latencies and, and tries to figure out exactly who won essentially. This, this goes back to my chat about, um, Street Fighter V on the release cap, but the netcode was, was not good, Street Fighter V release. In fact, you couldn't play online on console from Australia because it would just be pure, just lag-ridden, just unplayable. So you were stuck with offline versus mode. So, yeah, this I think it's, um, like I say, I think this is uh, definitely Street Fighter devs listening to their community and, and uh, it looks good. And I like yeah. the way that they've kind of released little bits and pieces. So, so, so we now know, Cap, we now know we've got 
uh, Ryu, Chun-Li. Um, we've got Guile. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a couple of new guys, Luke and Jamie as well. So they are the released characters <laughs> so far. I the fucking lamest names of all time. Yeah. We've got, <laughs> we got bloody Glenn and Jono from down the road. <laughs> uh, yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, well, look, looks pretty nice. I, I, I got to admit, I kind of like the um, kind of painty splash art kind of things they've got going on with um, kind of like the effects of you hitting one another, um, kind of that graphic kind of graffiti thing going on. But um, it's definitely not going to be for everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, some of the guys at work were like, "Oh, it looks fucking shit," and I was like, really? "Hey, it looks yeah. sweet." <laughs> oh, but one thing uh, that I do want to add here, Cap. Uh, uh, so this is Unreal Engine Five. Um, yeah. And I, I heard uh, there's a popular fighting streamer called Maximilian and he was talking, he went to like the dev showcase for this and actually yep. showed up and got to play a bunch of the game. But he was talking about, um, and I might as well pause the video here if I can, but they were talking about like the way that the muscles work. Um, so Unreal Engine 5 has a uh, something that like works out all the muscles in the body and the veins and everything else. And so in the cutscenes, when you see like Ryu stretching his chest muscles out, you can literally see the muscle fibers that are tensioning Holy through shit. his chest and that kind Ooh. of detail. Very, very impressive, mate. Very Crazy. impressive. Yeah, they use Pav as a, uh, as a model for that one, I believe. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, yeah, they haven't released that info on Summer Games Fest yet. It's coming soon. All right, moving along, Grizzo. Very, very cool, mate. All right, uh, Alien Dark Descent. Now, I just want to kind of give people at home that are listening and in the Twitch chat we're kind of just doing the highlights here. Um, there's so much shit that was announced. So if you want a full list, obviously go online and go and check it out. We're going to go through as much as we possibly can today. But yeah, so anyways, back into it. Uh, Aliens Dark Descent, Grizz. Now, it's uh, the trailer kind of just is like a pretty classic. Got that Aliens vibe, as in Alien, the movie, Aliens 2, where you had that kind of Marines thing happening on that little planet. Um, looks like they've... Yeah, basically trying to recreate that, and they've given us about ten seconds of gameplay of this new Aliens game um, right at the end. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, the um, the main character that kind of you follow, he looks insanely like, just like so much like the Promethean guy out of Prometheus, like the the bad alien fun? guy. He's got a very okay. well. I'm just looking at it now. He's got a very similar facial structure to that. So I don't know if that's supposed to be like a bit of a how you going, but anyway, so. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it kind of looks like one of those top-down um, twin-stick shooters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've given us an awful lot about what this game really is. Um, some people are saying it's an RTS. Um, well, I've got a recap that it is a squad-based single-player action game um, in yeah. real time. Um is what I've got written here. But this is coming out, Cap, on PC and console 2023, so we've still got a fair while on this one. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this cap? I think it's so. We had uh, Alien Fire Team. Uh, uh, from what I heard, there were a lot of people thinking potentially that we might see Alien Isolation Two. Um, yeah, well, that was the thing. I think when this dropped, people thought, "Oh shit, this is Isolation Two. And obviously, yeah. Isolation had great critical acclaim. Um, mm. The more recent Alien Fire Team, which was kind of like going after that um, left for dead kind of um, formula didn't quite hit the same notes as, as um, other ones. And to be honest, mate, a lot of the aliens and predator IP franchise games um, haven't really performed that well. So I guess this is their next stab at trying to make a decent alien game. 
Um, what do I think about it? Uh, well, we only have ten fucking seconds of gameplay, so <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. really know. It depends on on. Yeah, I mean, even so, like it's a squad based um isometric shooter, apparently. So how does that translate? It says real time. Is it supposed to be kind you, of XCOMy? Do your, I don't really how do you know. use your squad? Like, how does that happen? That's I what guess, I mean. How do you? I guess you kind of got that in Mass Effect where you roll around with some dudes and they have an AI where they go and do stuff. So yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how they go about just, I guess, the overall um, control of your squad. Um, it's single player, so yeah. How does that translate? Um, if it was kind of like one of those top-down kind of twin-stick shooters, I'd be fucking all for it. I reckon that's a I sick idea. What is a twin stick shooter? What is that? Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, anyone in chat got a decent one? Um, <laughs> uh, so um, remember, remember uh, oh, Dead Nation? Mm. You ever play that it's game? Kind of like bullet, is it kind of like Bullet Hell, where you're like dodging and shooting? Oh, sort of, but kind of a little bit more slowed down. What about that um, that Marines game that we almost played that time that you'd played with Mikey? Um, oh yeah, uh, Hellraisers or something. Hell, Hell Divers, yeah. yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, that's yep, a twin okay. stick yep. shooter. Right. Um, yep. so yeah, that's the kind of vibe you're going for. I thought that's what this was, but I don't think it quite is. Um, okay. just based on kind of the the wording they've used, the fact that they've used the word real time, I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's a shooter, right? So I don't really know. Are they doing like an XCOM kind of tactical? thing um maybe uh so who freaking knows um but yeah so uh yeah, uh, yeah. look so Aliens. yep anyways okay that's that one moving along uh which fire grizz now have you seen this game before so i hadn't but i went and did some research on this today and this is an interesting one cap because apparently this was uh first revealed at game awards back in 2017 Yes, and it's been a while since I've seen this game. Have you seen it before? And how were you previously excited about this game? Because oh. this kind of looks up your alley to me, Cap. A little bit of like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a futuristic first-person shooter that melds in some magic use in it as yeah, well. It's kind of like medieval meets, oh, it's, it's almost futuristic. I, I suppose just the fact that they've got gunplay is what the futuristic the kind of part. dudes are wearing armor, which is... Yeah. yeah it's, it's I'm kind of getting like Conquistador vibes, but also magic. So those at home, the trailer kind of shows this first-person um, shooter kind of style thing going on in this like medieval Conquistador kind of thing uh, in terms of like your, your setting. Um, a lot of the enemies are sort of skeletal and um, your character has, you know, guns that they utilize against these enemies but they also can sort of cast magic and it seems like a lot of the magic you cast um affects enemies and then you want to shoot the enemy to kind of um you know get them yeah yeah, Mm. like you'll you'll fire a fireball at an enemy and then they start glowing and then you shoot them to actually get the spell to go off kind of thing so um it looks really nice noticed in this trailer cap and it seems to be something that's we've seen not for the first time but a lack of a hud um, you just see like the gun in front of you and your hand moving and casting your spells. And I think the the stylized like the, the the actual look of this game is something that I'd definitely be interested in. It looks beautiful. The only thing that worries me about this cap is the fact that it it it's been in development a long time, right? So yeah. you've got all these new games that are coming out, and when you've got something that's work been developed in an old engine for quite a while, and if we saw this in 2017, then you know it's getting released alongside of games of the likes of Elden Ring and other bits and pieces that it might be. Um, 
you know, not 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 as quite uh, groundbreaking as the games we're seeing released, yeah. but I think it does look pretty cool. I, I think yeah. uh, I would definitely have a look at this on release. And and um, yeah. I mean, okay. even if it is using an older engine, it looks pretty nice. Um, you can still get a, a fairly decent amount of um, performance out of those those older engines and still pump them full of you know reasonable looking graphics. I mean, looking at this, I mean, some of the spell effects look yeah. pretty nuts. <laughs> Um, good, and just combining guess, that guess, with the um, firearms, I guess modded Skyrim looks pretty good these days. And how old is Absolutely. that game, Cap? Okay. Yeah, it's all relative all though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, it looks really cool. I think one thing that I really liked was um, like one of the spells was like the character summons this sort of celestial bell that's like a, a, a ghost, and then um, you know shoots a couple of guys, and then shoots the bell, and the bell does a big gong, and then yeah. all the enemies beneath the bell just blast away. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So um, if they got a bunch of cool spells like that, I mean, it looks really cool. Uh, the the only thing is, I don't really know what the story is going to be like for a game like this. Like, I, I would hope that they've got a pretty captivating story to carry this because not that it doesn't look good, but I just can't imagine myself really wanting to just run around in a sandbox and do this. Um, so. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, looks pretty cool. Witchfire uh, looks like it's coming to Epic Games Store and fucking what else we got? Um, that's about it at the looks of things. Epic PC Store. only, yeah, perhaps. It had, a, it had Unreal Engine uh, marked there, so I was assuming this would be developed in Unreal Engine 4 as well. I, yeah. I assume. It says here, Grizz, um, from the creators of uh, Painkiller Bulletstorm and The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. So um, fairly decent pedigree of, of, of gaming development. Uh, but yeah, mm. looks pretty cool. Go and check it out. All right, Go moving on. along. Now, Grizz, I tell you what, mate, this this year just seems to be the year of space horror. Like, Dude. It, we've just hit this particular point in time where obviously five years ago, devs were going, mate, do you know what there's not much of? Fucking space horror. And now we've hit the point where all these games are coming out because they've all had that fucking conversation five years ago. Uh, and we've got this new game called Fort Solace coming out. Before we jump into this, Cap, do you think that they... Do you think that Summer Game Fest did this right? Because they started with Callisto Protocol and then there is a fair amount of like these sci-fi space games that go after them that I kind of feel like they're all in the shadow of what we've already seen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Summer Game well, Fest, you know? I do think that Fort Solace is going for something a little bit different. So the way that I've seen this one described, and mm. I mean, I obviously haven't played it and I've only seen the trailer, but They've kind of said it's kind of like a, a mix between the movie The Moon um, and Ooh, and Dead okay. Space. Um, now, there's no zombies or anything in this particular trailer, so I think maybe they're going more towards the psychological thriller. Um, maybe some crazy shit happens towards the end of the game, but um, it looks kind of, yeah, like a, you're on this space station, uh, shit's going wrong, um, you're kind of making mm. your way around... There's the, sort the, of, dev, the devs did say that they took inspiration from Dead Space for this one, didn't they? Cap? Yeah, they um, did indeed. Um, and definitely said that they had um, <clears throat> some inspiration from the moon. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty nice. Um, I don't know if the graphics are as good as uh, what's going on with uh, Callisto, uh, but still looks quite nice. A lot of reds and, you know, like warning <laughs> yeah, fucking lights <laughs> shit in this game. Like, if you've got a you got a phobia for the color red. You're not going to enjoy this game, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It kind of just looks like one of those games where maybe the, the, the main character is going through some kind of psychological breakdown on a, um, on, a, on a space station whilst kind of there solo and maybe trying 
deal with their demons kind of thing. Um, yep. Could be wrong there, Which but I like, that's kind of the vibe. I like the idea of that. What was that really early horror film crap that was kind of like that, that was gr- quite groundbreaking? Uh, it wasn't the one with Sam Neill in it, was it? Maybe, and it was like an abandoned space station out in the middle of nowhere, and it all ends up going absolutely mental. It wasn't called The Moon, was it? No, it wasn't called The Moon. <laughs> no, was it wasn't from this. Seminal, seminal, person chat, yeah. I'm sure. It's been a couple, but um, I don't know how many times this kind of thing's been done in, in, in gaming. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> Thanks, Gazi. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know if we can really give this much more limelight, but, yeah, it, this is Not another space there. horror game. Looks all right. I don't know if it's got um, a it? Actually, it's got Troy Baker. Um, so Troy Baker must be doing the main character, I'd say. Um, you know, oh. the the big dog Troy Baker. Um, we're now showing Mario Strikers on, yeah, on stream. Get that here, um, right. Check Go that on out. on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving along, another space horror game, just because yep. two wasn't enough. Uh, routine. Um, now, Grizz, I didn't get an awful lot of time to watch this properly, but um, yep. it's yep. Uh, it looks kind of like, again, fairly similar um, space station-y um yeah so cap this was first announced a decade ago with early development footage shown in 2013 before it effectively dropped off the face of the planet which was a shame because this survival horror game had plenty of tidy ideas i'm just reading off a script here cap hope you don't mind is that a pun dropped off the face of the planet (laughs) well yeah maybe whoever (laughs) wrote this is probably pretty smart it wasn't me uh it looks like (laughs) 10 years of gestation uh has developed a lunar software the world of good because routine looks phenomenal and its gameplay is showing. So uh, this is apparently a lo-fi tech, creepy environment, uh, horrifying autonomous enemies. Um, it's heading to PC, Xbox, Series X, Game Pass, uh, although we don't know the release window yet. So I think that this actually looks pretty decent, Cap. But interesting yeah. that it's been 10 years, Matt, that this has been uh, in development for or, or uh, announced. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Grizz, I'm getting strong Soma vibes. You play that game? I did. Oh, that's yeah. a cracker. Yeah, yeah, Soma was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, God. Really so good game. So that, that looks pretty cool. Um, did you play the um, the sequel, Sugma? Sugma Balls? Yeah, yeah that's the one. That <laughs> <laughs> good, got it. Uh, yeah, anyways, we'll get back on track. Um, no, so Routine like, looks good. Um, I don't really know. It's basically the same game as the last one, just with robots in the general vicinity. Um, so... Yeah, looks interesting. Space, space, but not as we know it. Um, it. So, lots, lots uh, of yeah, space. definitely going with that lo-fi kind of techie thing. Um, mm. Kind of not quite to the same degree as, as um, Alien, uh, the original kind of movies. You know that kind this of looks spooky. Look at this, like you know, torchlight yeah. down a wouldn't down catch a me fucking crawling through there, mate. Yeah. That's for fucking sure. I, I, I do feel though, Cap, and I'm going to already ask this question, but. I feel like the way that these were all Summer Game Fest where we saw a bunch of games that, I don't know, had like similar aesthetics, I feel like you lost a lot of the power and the um, hard-hitting nature of some of these clips that were all sci-fi space-related ones. I know that I did. I watched all these at work today. I was just kind of like, oh, but we've got the Callisto Protocol that pretty much is achieving this space horror thing for me. So Yeah, it's kind of I suppose fun. it comes down to how well like I think with Dead Space, what happens through that is you kind of get used to the whole um, rigmarole of, you know, okay, here comes a zombie and I need to shoot its legs off. Whereas, 
you know, a game like Alien Isolation <laughs> is like, oh. it, it depends on how they implement the horror, right? Because yeah. I feel like a game like like Dead Space and Callisto, you kind of have a little bit of power, whereas uh, this game kind of looks like you absolutely don't want to go anywhere near fucking anything. Um, so maybe that might be scary. It was like a movie, dude, essentially. Yeah. It was like a cinematic, cinematic yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that looks really cool. So um, yeah, check it out. Uh, I think I will probably play that over Fort Solace at this stage. I would agree um, with you there, Capo. I just I prefer the aesthetic. Um, yep. But I mean, definitely going to be playing Callisto. That's for fucking sure. Love yeah, me some Dead great. Space. Um, all right, moving along, great. Grizz. One Piece Odyssey. Now we had, um, you know, if you're an anime fan, you probably know of a little little uh, manga called One Piece, um, little indie manga. I don't know if too many people know about it. Anyways, it's getting its its um, big break uh, with this brand new video game. Um, the Straw Hat Pirates are going to be running around on some island doing some crazy shit. Look, um, to give you guys a bit of a background of this particular game, um, One Piece is basically getting uh, the Dragon Quest treatment. So if you've played any of the old Dragon Quest sort of JRPGs, seems like they're kind of trying to dragonify Quest-ish uh, the One Piece um, IP, and looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm a big One Piece fan. I'm currently rereading all the manga um, at night in bed, uh, and it's been awesome. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to giving this a crack. I love all the characters. Best character is Sanji um, by far. He's the greatest. He's just amazing. Love him. Uh, but, yeah, it looks really cool. They're going for a kind of like a, not hyper-realistic, it's still got that kind of, anime vibe but i mean i mean the graphics look quite nice actually um they do. yeah yeah i think um if you're a one piece fan you're gonna be pretty stoked it's it's got uh more turn-based traditional um kind of jrpg combat um and again kind of sort of follows more closely what uh maybe not so much final fantasy but something more along the, akin to dragon quest um brand new quest story do, Cap? i don't know i've ever played dragon quest but well they were uh, just kind of a bit more whimsical with their monsters and stuff a little bit less self-serious um whereas final fantasy was um you know pretty fucking serious at times <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. the new ones look uh, even more serious mate don't they i think the, yeah. the, the uh, final fantasy 16 looks uh, oh mate yeah and, and final beyond. fantasy game of thrones exactly, um, mate. Exactly. but yeah so look um we won't dwell too much on this one but it, I, i'm quite looking forward to giving this a crack um, coming to basically all platforms apart from Switch by the looks of things. Um, and, yeah, follows a brand new story, so you don't even really need to know the characters if you want to give it a crack. So there you fucking go. All right, moving um, along, in my notes, In my notes on that one, Cap, I've got Capo's Baby. That's all I've written on uh, that one, mate. So yeah, Capo's yeah, Baby coming to you first yeah. week of October. Um, <laughs> that's my actual baby, not, not one piece. Oh uh, all right, Stormgate. Yeah, it's happening. Um, Stormgate, Grizz, did you read much into this game? Uh, I did, uh, a little bit, yeah. So this is a brand new real-time strategy game, Cap, from ex-Blizzard veterans, known best yes. for their work on StarCraft 2 and WarCraft 3. Just from reading that, I was like, hell yes, because yeah. StarCraft 2 was groundbreaking for me in a lot of ways, and WarCraft 3 also was groundbreaking for me in a lot of ways. So kind of hearing that uh, we've got the devs, from yep. X Blizzard and the fact that they're X Blizzard is probably a good thing as well, Cap, because Blizzard's yep. shit in the bed with Diablo yep. Immortal, etc. So look, um, I had the yeah. same kind of um, reaction when I heard that, and then they announced that it was free to play, and I went, "Ooh, oh, gross. I didn't read that." 
Yeah. I heard that it is uh, Unreal Engine 5, though. That also got me excited. So what's the... You how fucking love Unreal Engine 5, man. You're going to fucking marry it or some shit? Jesus. Yeah, I will. I fucking will. <laughs> well, the reason why I keep harping on about Unreal Engine 5 is everything that we see that has come out of Unreal Engine 5 looks fucking awesome. In terms yeah, of yeah you're right. Ability. It does look epic. Um, <laughs> also, the creators of Unreal uh, Engine. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, this... this <laughs> Got him. I had to explain that one a little bit. Uh, but yeah, look, um, uh, it looks interesting. They didn't show pretty much anything. It's just pretty much a completely cinematic trailer. Uh, it looks like there's sort of the the whole uh, world is, you know, the whole faction kind of thing is is demons versus kind of humans with mechs. Um, I don't know how into that I am. In fact, I would almost say that I'm completely uninterested, uh, to be quite honest. But who knows? It's It'll be all right. It's interesting, Cap, but as soon as you read that it's free to play, you've gone, ugh. Like, yeah. and, and you kind of ha- I kind of feel that way as well now. Why is that? Is that because we know they're going to have to monetize this somehow and it's probably potentially yeah. going to be shady and that's, monetization? That's always the big question is how is it monetized? Is it just cosmetics? Doubtful. Um, do you have energy bars that you get a certain number of games per day and you've got to recharge your energy um, to play another game and wait till tomorrow when your energy bar feels... I just don't know what to expect from this. And they kind of uh, said in their interviews that, hey, don't worry, we're going to look after this and um, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, look, you've got to, you've got to obviously cut your teeth somehow um, and, and make some cash. Um, you can't just be spending years and years developing a game and then... Um, not be able to capitalize on it in any way. So uh, how do they monetize this? Not too sure. Um, you can register for the beta, looks like, on the um, on the stream, so you could probably give it a crack and maybe more stuff to come on that later. But, yeah, looks interesting. I mean, again, we have no fucking gameplay yet. Um, so how how kind of, you know, another thing with a lot of RTSs is I feel like it's really important to have, like, a really nice kind of progression system in these RTSs and have it nice and kind of, um, wide scope, so you can go sort of different pathways with your units and all that kind of stuff. Again, I'm not a huge RTS guy anyway, so um, I don't really know what RTS players want these days. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that they're going to need to try and um, pull together to actually make this an interesting title. Um, I think they're lucky that they've got the draw of the fact they're ex-Blizzard staff, um, and it seems that they have experience with RTSs. Um, but what does this RTS look like? I don't know, Grizz. Um, Very so, yeah. interesting, mate. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, okay. so if you, you want to go and check out the trailer, go and check it out. Uh, probably coming to PC, I would assume, if it's free to play um, and an RTS. Um, generally, you don't get RTSs on consoles all that often, do you? I don't even know. I literally don't play RTS games. The last RTS I played was Warcraft 3, um, and I Is played that, right? that game to fucking to shit, mate. It was what a game. <laughs> what a ripper. Uh, but yeah. yeah, anyways, shall we move along, my good friend? Um, yep, getting there. All right. Uh, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide extended gameplay trailer, Grizzly. And God oh damn, does it look God. good. Fuck, it yeah, looks, it looks good. Fucking, looks freaking awesome. Yeah. It, it kind of, at the moment, this is living up to what I expected it to look like, which is, um, so just to quickly paint the pitch for those that who don't know, that Vermintide uh, 1 and 2 were very similar formula to this game. We've talked about it before on this stream, but it's essentially a co-op um, horde mode game. You work your way through a level with a couple kind of Kind of left for daddy. 
ish. Yeah, a bit of Left 4 Dead kind of, but the um, bit of a gear progression the, system as well chucked yeah, in there. Yeah, I think that was the I think that was the biggest one for me. I actually really enjoyed these games and um, Capone. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, yeah. And the gear the the gear progression is just excellent in it. So it comes from the Warhammer universe, so which is heavily involved with dice rolls and etc. So depending on how you've gone in that level, you'll get dice rolls and you have a chance to get some pretty sick loot. And the loot actually means something. So you know you can find different rarities of items and bits and pieces, and there's different classes. But this being 40k cap, the originals were set in the the uh, the um, other Warhammer universe, which is not futuristic. So you see a lot more gunplay in yep. this, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, I actually think kind of- that's what really draws me in, Grizz. I think because there's been a couple of, um, you know, a couple of the levels that you see in the trailer. Um, you got a couple of guys down below that are kind of just belting the shit out of everything, and then you've got one or two guys at the top that are kind of laying down suppressive fire, which I kind of like that it's not just you're a hybrid melee versus uh, melee with a bit of ranged here and there to, and you're kind of the, the degree of those doesn't change an awful lot. I do like the idea that maybe if you want to just kind of just shoot things, you can. Um, whereas, you know, you've got this big brute guy with this, I love how they gave the lady or like, you know, just you know, the kind of skinnier character, this big mace. And then they gave this big brute, this massive fucking Bowie knife. <laughs> That's just <laughs> instead of the other way around. I just thought that was a really cool design choice. Um, but yeah, it looks really mint, Grizz. I think, to be quite honest, I think the aesthetic, you know, this grim kind of spaceshipy kind of, um, you know, gross zombie um, kind of almost medieval armor thing that they've got going on is, I find that aesthetic a bit more interesting personally rather than the magics See, and, magic I, and rats. I, I like the magic and rats and the scaven and stuff, but the only reason why I like that, Cap, is I used to play that Warhammer as a kid. I, I was a wood elf player, so I'd play the wood elves. And my brother was a Skaven player, which is all the rats and everything else and Deathmaster Snitch and other bits and pieces. So I actually prefer the uh, the other one. But I will say that this is looking this is looking great. It's just good to see that another – I think it's Fat Shark. Is Fat Shark? I'm pretty Fat sure. Fat Shark is the developer, yep. But it's just great to see them pumping these games out. Um, you know, I, we had a really good time with Vermintide 1 and 2, so – um, yeah, excited to see this. And one very cool thing about these games, and I hope they implement it for Dark Tide, is Vermintide 2 had this great Twitch integration where, you know, you, the viewers in the Twitch chat could vote on the outcomes of, of the game, spawn in enemies, give you health upgrades, all these different bits and pieces. That, and it made it for a really enjoyable uh, enjoyable stream game as well. So Tell you what, though, that nice. Twitch integration was fucking broken. Yeah, it was pretty broken. It was they honestly really disgusting. Oh, time, they could yeah. absolutely <laughs> fuck you. Um, especially when you're having a good run and then your Twitch chat will be like, yeah, nah. And then, you know, you got like 12 <laughs> ogre beasts on you and you're like, well, I guess we're not finishing this run. Um, I hope they tweak it a little bit so it's a little bit more um, reasonable. But I definitely think the Twitch integration stuff was a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah look. Um, the game's looking really nice. Very, very keen to give this a crack. I think um, I do like how they've kind of leaned a bit more into the gunplay, um, hoping that uh, you can kind of, uh, you, yeah, you can kind of maybe have a bit more class identity rather than everyone's a melee uh, um, hybrid class with a little bit of um, ranged attacks and, you know, you're kind of scrimping for ammo. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we go. But, yeah, it looks really good. So, um, look, Grizz, that kind of, for what we're prepared to highlight, I think that kind of wraps up the majority of the Summer Games Fest. Um, Now, some honourable mentions. 
there was two that I wanted to go into a little bit of detail that I didn't tell you about, Cap. Uh, yeah, in no the worries. Mentions, but I've got some um, footage of one of them. So one of them is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Now, Cap, this is a standalone game from Turtles that has six-player co-op in it. Oh, that's pretty tight. It's Sweet. That might be a... Online, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, dude, like, do you remember the Super Nintendo? Um, and it's also on an arcade machine um, co-op Turtles game. It, it vaguely, vaguely, it kind of looks like that, but yeah. So you've got the four turtles. You can play April and Pav. Who was the other guy? What's his name? <laughs> that boss name in that trailer was called Turtle Tenderizer. Uh, Casey, <laughs> Casey Jones, Casey, something. Casey Jones. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so this and looks honestly, like one of those beat 'em up games, like side scrolling kind of. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So it's got yeah. local and online, so you can do this. Uh, you can do this from anywhere, anywhere. Play yeah. a six-player co-op. Yeah, I'm um, always down for a bit of that with um, with you, Grizzo. That could be a bit of fun. Yeah. Oh, mate, it'd be great. And then the other one as well is the Cuphead uh, Delicious Last yes. Course. Um, so we see a new character. Basically, this is a for if you don't know, this is a DLC to Cuphead. Um, the existing game. So you can actually play in the same game. They've introduced a new character, there's new weapons, there's new trinkets, um, there's new bosses, uh, and apparently there's new difficulty settings as well. So they have shown a couple of unique bosses in the trailer, um, uh, and this is banking apparently off the success as well of the Netflix series. has done quite well too, I believe, Cap. So, yeah, um, yeah it looks pretty cool. I'm excited. I think when this comes out, I may actually go back and, um, do a bit of speed running of this and, and give it give it a crack again. Um, yeah. So look like a new playable it. character as well, Grizz. Yes, um, new playable character. I don't know what her name is. Does any does anyone know? But um, what was it? It was Cuphead and what was the other bloke? Muggy or something? Mugman. 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 Yeah. Maybe um, <laughs> I don't know. Tea Tea Lady. I don't know. <laughs> tea Head. Um, yeah. Look, we definitely can't be uh, the design choice for for Cuphead. I think we'd. We'd lose our jobs, mate. Um, lady Jugs. <laughs> lady <Cuphead>. Jugs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, let's um, quickly move through these honourable mentions, Grizzly. They did announce the, um, well, we've known that the Saints Row kind of uh, revitalization games coming out and they kind of showed a uh, customization options trailer that looked quite comprehensive. Quite frankly, I couldn't give less of a shit about Saints Row. Uh, but I know a lot of people mm-hmm. are super stoked for that game. So um, there you go. There's your trailer. Now, they did announce a... Um, <laughs> flashback two. Did you ever play Flashback One on on floppy disk, Chris? On what? On floppy disk? I, not that yeah. I remember, but maybe because dude, maybe I remember this game vaguely. I'm pretty sure it was on floppy disk. Flashback One was like this weird side-scrolling. Um, I can't even describe it. It was like your character just kind of walks across these little screens. And you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do in them, and you're jumping across ledges and stuff, um, shooting stuff. And Flashback 2 kind of seems like to hark back to that similar kind of uh, graphic style. So if you are an old boomer gamer, um, I mean, dude, I played this game when I was like three years old or some shit on my dad's like <laughs> yeah, right. work computer. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's an old game, got an old, um, you know, new new look of paint. Um, Flashback 2 looks pretty interesting. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to sort of chat about was how hilarious it was to see The Rock just kind of ramble about just things he's doing oh, um, yeah, and dude, flex what? his mu- He was obviously like mid-workout or some shit and was just yeah. like, all right, got a bit of time for the Summer Games Fest. I guess I could squeeze you guys in. Um, he just fucking advertise an energy drink and some other shit. Pretty well, much, like- it was just it was just bizarre, <laughs> absolutely bizarre. So 
Um, he's doing his Black Adam stuff, so more Marvel stuff. So if you're a Marvel fan, I'm sure you're probably pretty stoked about that. But um, I don't know. I think The Rock's probably one of the fucking biggest wet towel actors of all fucking time. So, um, but I'm sure some people probably think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, so Sick he did that. The Rock, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, now, it almost sounded like he was taking the piss out of gaming as well. It just wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, it was you bloody anyway. gamers. <laughs> Look, yeah. you, can't, you can't game and be as swole as me, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get it. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. Um, now, the other thing was, and I spoke about it earlier, was that metal, um, um, what was it, Hellsinger, whatever it was called, oh, um, yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. that that brutalizing enemies to the beat um, shooter game. So go and check that out. Really freaking cool. I think the devs deserve a bit of Mate, they've got all kinds of really cool bands in there as well. Like um, they've got Surge from System of a Down doing some songs. They've got um, really? guys from like Arch, uh, Arch, is it Arch Enemy? Um, Arch Enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got like Lamb of God, all kinds of shit in there, man. It's actually pretty fucking cool. So um, if you're a, even a metal adjacent fan, mate, I think you're gonna have good fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. And the final thing is the, is the um, cap is the demo free. Yes, yeah, just go and download yeah. it on Steam. Um, you play like through like what is life. effectively a level as a boss fight at the end, and dude, it just feels really good. Feels really good. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, well, so yeah. Um, and the final thing was Grizz <laughs> Goat Simulator Three. Now I think um, it's a bit <laughs> of a joke. I don't think there was a number two from memory. <laughs> No, that's only no, one. I think there was a number two. No, yeah. so they've gone straight into three. Fuck the fuck the sequel. Um, and they basically just completely ripped off the Dead Island trailer, um, but Goat Simulator style. So, um, look, honestly, it looks utterly fucking garbage. Um, yeah. But I'm sure a lot yeah. of people are going, yeah, man, that Goat Simulator game was pretty sick. Um, <laughs> so you're going to get more of that. Um, so yeah, that's basically the majority of the, uh, the summer fest games announcement. That's our highlights anyway, Chris. Now what I wanted to pull up briefly and I'm, I think I have forgotten to get it or have I, is that the poll for this week? You looking for Let's find poll? out. I did. I, oh man, I'm so you got it. Good. Okay. It's, I haven't got it's it. In chat. Cap, so yep. You legend. Um, so we do our weekly poll obviously um and for those of you at home that are listening and would like to get involved with these weekly polls all you got to do is go and follow us on twitter that's twitter.com slash ogr show and uh, every weekend we post a twitter poll that we discuss in the show can you believe it um so this week we asked the following question um well with summer games fest broadcast done for 2022 we want you to sign its report card how do you think the show scored now we gave pretty arbitrary scores because you only get four options on Twitter. So uh, we the offerings were A plus, B plus, C minus, or D minus. <laughs> uh, so Grizzo, do you want to go through the results for us, mate? Absolutely, mate. So we had sixteen percent, sixteen point seven percent of the vote in A, forty one point seven of the vote in B plus, thirty three percent of the vote in C, and eight percent of the vote in in D. So B B won overall. So what does that yeah. tell you, Cap? I, I guess people were kind of receptive to, to the Summer Games Fest. It was okay. Um, yeah, I think it was just okay. I think it was just, well, I mean, if you look at the split, um, it's kind of somewhere be- between B plus and C minus. Um, I think it was just mediocre overall. I think. Where, where, did, you, where did you put your. Look, uh, I voted B plus. I thought it was okay. I think yeah. the big problem is, Grizz, is. 
We've got Jeff Keighley all year going on and on about how big the Summer Games Fest is going to be. Yep. It's going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. And we've just yep. had E3 kind of, um, well, we'll get into that later on, but <clears throat> E3 has been pretty quiet recently. Um, there has been some news surfacing that maybe there will be some stuff next year. But for the current moment, we didn't really know an awful lot of what was going on with E3. Um, and I think people were probably expecting a little bit more from the offering. What was the headline, Grizz? A fucking Last of Us Part 1 remake. Yeah. That was and the headline. I feel like we knew pretty much over half of the offerings that were yeah. at this Summer Games Fest. But, but Cap, one, it's, it's interesting, right? Because like, I feel we're going we're gonna to go ahead and talk about this after this, but the, um, we're going to talk about the Microsoft Xbox announcement. Um, I, I just feel like there wasn't a heap for him to talk about and uh, for the presentation as a whole was fluffed out full of stuff that was yeah. just trying to Two to hours of... Yeah. And do you know what? The other thing that really didn't annoy me, but it just kind of just like, oh, it's just like, oh, God, again. It was just everyone's yeah. just like sucking Jeff Keeley's dick the whole fucking time. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, and we get it. He's a good guy and he's doing so much for gaming. Um, the thing is, like, you know, at the end of the day, Grizz, <laughs> Jeff Keeley and Summer Games Fest can only show what people want to show, right? So it's not like they're developing the game. That's so, exactly right, mate. Um, I, I think he did a good job, but I just think he didn't have enough content there to make it decent. And come on, Cap, fucking, did they get, did they buy The Rock from Cameo or what? Because he was not there in heart. <laughs> like he fucking was just there to plug yeah. his energy drink. And uh, it, was, it was the most fucking like, oh, do I really have to do this? Like for me anyway, I kind of just felt like, oh, oh. His PR guys walked in and gone, here's your phone. You're doing a fucking live um, cut straight yeah. to, you know, fucking one million people watching the Games Fest. And R Rock's just gone, oh, okay, what the fuck's this shit? Um, Did he do and it here's live the script. or was it uh, pre -recorded? I think it was it live. Yeah. I thought it was live, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, sure. It was a bit weird, though. Sure. Mm. Um, but, yeah, anyways, look, I think overall I can understand why people were, like, you know, maybe not entirely disappointed, just thought it was a bit average. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, it was okay. It was fine. Um, we're going to be talking about the Xbox Bethesda showcase uh, momentarily, but <clears throat> I think that in terms of showing was more impressive. Now, it is important to kind of, I guess, note is Summer Games Fest at the moment, at least to me, has kind of become the E3, except they're not really doing it all on the main stage at the same time under the same banner. So they're kind of just, Jeff Keighley's kind of, kind of brought this this vehicle being the Summer Games Fest and everyone kind of just plugs their own kind of shit either side of that. And so he's just mm -hmm. kind of scrambling to get in as much as he possibly can. But, yeah, look, it was okay. Um, uh, I, I, I kind of almost feel like, are, are we being um, kind of spoiled? You know, like, it's like, <laughs> oh, there wasn't enough game announcements. Yeah. Ah, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what, Cap, going through it with you now and talking about it, uh, I actually feel better. I probably... I gave it a B, and then after I reviewed it today, I was like, no, actually, uh, maybe it's worth a C. But now after I've gone through it with you, there is some stuff here that I think yeah. genuinely excited about. I think there's um, some little nuggets in there that are pretty yeah, cool. I mean, a lot of it, like there. you said, we yeah. already knew about, but, hey, it was pretty cool. Uh, now, Grizz, look, we're, we're fucking – we're going to pump, baby. We're going to fucking pump. We are yeah. at probably just over an hour of length already. I think we're probably going to be squeezing towards two hours, Pav. Sorry, pal. I think we're going to have to, mate. <laughs> We're going to have Cancel to. Cancel your date, Pav. Cancel yeah. your date, mate. You don't need any of that shit, mate. You got, you got us. Um, all right. So, Xbox. Got a haircut and everything, Cap. Fuck. Oh, really? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, he does look really sexy. Like, especially <laughs> sexy. Um, and if you want to see Pav in all his glory, you can just go and check out 
that little Spotify video down the bottom there and just, oh, look at him. Beautiful. All right, Grizz, let's jump straight into the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Um, I didn't say that we single and ready to mingle, but I'll say now that we've made single and ready blush. to mingle, ladies. Yep. <laughs> All right, Starfield, Grizz, we finally got a gameplay reveal. I was going to be exceptionally worried about the release of this game for next year, like start of next year, if we didn't get this, but we did. Yeah. Thank yep. fuck. <laughs> yep. Now, yep. Um, I'm just going to give everyone an idea of the overall kind of reception of this trailer. Everyone's calling it No Man's Skyrim. And the first thing <laughs> I thought when I saw this, I was like, yeah. it's literally just No Man's Sky crossed with Fallout. Um, and I think that's kind of the vibe we've got. Like, it's it's... It's insane how similar some of the mechanics in this game are to No Man's Sky. But anyway, mm. let's get to it, Grizz. It All right, we really finally good, got it. Cap. So it is coming uh, 2023, I hear. Um, and yeah. like you say, Cap, this was a fully-fledged gameplay trailer, so we, we saw we got 15 complex, minutes uh, of raw, unadulterated gameplay. Not really. There were exactly a few cuts right. here and there. Um, so what but, are some of the vision yeah. we see? We see some combat, Cap. Um, see a bit of combat. We see a bit of story stuff. We... Uh, we get um, an idea of what the customization options are for your character. Um, yeah. We mm -hmm. get an idea if there's uh, crafting components. Um, but, yeah, basically what they showed was the main character, like sort of a bit of a preamble into the game, um, the first kind of little bit of it where your character has landed on this planet and you're investigating this uh, space outpost on this planet with your little robot mate. Um, you're kind of walking down this kind of barren kind of Marsy landscape. Um, mm. You know, you're finding these uh, well, plants and stuff along your Dude, along the way, it's, resources. It's um, so much like No Man's Sky. This it's unbelievable, isn't it? You, you literally have a laser like, that yeah. you use to procure like <laughs> like iron ore and yeah. shit out of the land. So yeah. um, they've definitely taken a lot out of No Man's Sky. It's, it's, I guess, in terms of um, visual style, it's a bit more realistic than No Man's Sky. It doesn't have that kind of whimsical um, color palette, <laughs> but um, it looks quite oh, nice. Uh, mate, very Falloutified. Everything seems to have a level attached to it. Um, looks like you might be having to manage your oxygen and CO2 levels just looking at the HUD. Um, for some reason, the main character has fucking 10 frag grenades in his inventory at the beginning of the game. That seems like a lot to me. Oh, Anyways. Well, one thing, I don't know if you noticed this, Cap, and I'm sure we'll see it in a little bit, but the combat seemed a little bit funny to me. I thought like, it was a bit was janky. I was, I was talking, yeah, well, I was talking to Pav about this earlier. Like, he walks into this room, we, we aren't there yet, and there's a bunch of guys with guns, and... The character isn't going and trying to find cover. He just stands there and aims at them and like shoots them and somehow slows That's down. That's why I thought it looked very fallouty, dude. It's just like walking, yeah, oh, press, press the left click button. Yes, um, yes. One thing so that I like, thought was hilarious is the is the guy throws a grenade, goes for cover, and then before the grenade even goes off, he's like runs straight back out of cover. It's just like, <laughs> what the? Why did you throw that grenade? It was fucking useless. And he yeah, kills the guy before the grenade goes off. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, whoever, look, it looks... whoever, whoever played this and recorded this, I don't know if they were very good at the video game. No. I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah, like there's just like I don't know, I feel like if you're trying to show your game off, like this, okay, here's some combat here. Look, out in the open, this guy's running at him, he's just like, yeah, I just feel it, it is bizarre, uh, it's a bit bizarre, like it definitely is giving me Fallout vibes, um, in terms of the it, combat style. So, it, for those at home kind of listening, if you've played the Fallout series, it's kind of got that gunplay element where your character kind of just walks through the middle of no man's land and just does whatever the fuck they want for the most part. Not an awful lot of covering. 
Um, so did you see yeah. that there, Cap? He walked up to just the, one man the top army. of the stairs and he um, changed his weapon um, and it slowed down time. Is that a Fallout thing where you do that? Are yeah. You, um, the, yeah. The, the, the like slow-mo thing, I can't remember what you call it. Uh, that's thing, yeah. that's um, is the system. Um, it's okay, that's like, it. That's right. Yeah. You could select different bits to target. Yeah, things, uh, not that you can do that. that in this game by the looks of things. But have a look at this a bit, too. bit too overtly <laughs> fall out. It's just uh, standing. But yeah, it's over. just it. It looks interesting. Look, okay. Let's talk about the other parts of the game, Grizz. So uh, there's a very very um, sort of expansive customization screen for your character. So obviously you can get pretty nitty gritty with that. Looks like the game's going to allow for you to have your own outposts. Um, and you can also customize and kind of create your um, ship from kind of um, that's a very interesting ad you've got playing there, Grizz. Yeah, you sorry, need to mate. get YouTube red, mate. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Sexual organ fuck. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Ah, don't worry about that. Yeah, go check that out in the Spotify video if you've got access to it um, at home. But um, yeah, look, so uh, they kind of done the thing that um, Kingdom Hearts 3 did with building your own ship out of these block components. So you can kind of add extra thrusters on and you can add this compartment on that does this or um, all that or that. But um, I remember there was sort of rumors coming out of out from the devs that the um, the space kind of um, um, uh, the spaceship um, controlling and, and stuff, look, it was shit. But yeah, from what I day. saw in the trailer, it looked OK. Um, I agree. It looks I, really I thought it pretty good. good. There's a bit of combat that you see there where he's like piloting the ships through Cap, and I thought it looked, yeah, it looked quite, uh, like pretty awesome. To, to, yeah. Uh, like the, at the moment, mate, the way that they've made this look through the gameplay and bits we've seen, the scale of this game is going to be huge. So they've gone out and said that there's over a thousand planets to explore. Yes. From your ship, and it just the detail to have that much scope. This Riz. has made me kind of go from, um. Uh, doesn't sound good to to being maybe slightly excited about this. Kat, so, maybe? Grizz, I definitely I think I'm in the similar boat. But one thing, when they said there's thousands of planets, that yeah. kind of turned me off. Did because it? how the fuck do you fill thousands of planets with meaningful content? Yeah, procedurally generated, probably like No Man's Sky. Yeah, so then it just becomes yeah. a fucking Assassin's Creed climb to the tower um, thing on each planet, you know, and they're just rocky masses of just garbage with resources on it it'll it'll be interesting like do you just have like 10 different planets across the solar system that you actually have anything meaningful to do and the rest of them are just like node resource farming um well we've had it like that at, uh i mean we we always talk about this we can't go an episode without talking about it. elden ring cap made all of the there it is baby there it is um, and that's because there was so much love got into the environments and different pieces. And if you've got a, like, I can hear your point here, but if you've got a thousand planets, mate, you can't do that. There's no way you can give it the love it deserves. So that's the one thing I'm worried about, Chris, is, is how do we, how do we create a meaningful universe of planets that actually have reasons to go to those planets? So, Hey, maybe there's mechanics in this game that actually do that somehow. Um, but mm. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm worried about with this game. But the rest of it looks really nice. I think the um, the animation, um, facial animation is looking quite good. Um, the storyline looks a little bit naff, but um, we'll see how that translates. Um, the kind of city landscapes look interesting. Uh, looks like they're kind of going a little bit um, fantasy with some of the themes of the, of the towns. So they've kind of got like cyberpunk town an old western town and then they've got like almost kind of roman town um mm. so 
yeah, it's not purely just kind of space. Kind of, I, I guess you know it's got a little bit of um, flavor um, across the board. So um, yeah, it looks interesting. Um, if you are into Bethesda games and you're into buggy piles of shit, then you might be into this game. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go and check that out. Now, Grizz, we're gonna move, baby. We're gonna fucking schmoove, my man. If you got anything else you want to say about um, about this game? No, mate. All good. All good for me, Capo. Move cool. on. All right. So the next game on my list here, Grizz, is Redfall. Now, Redfall, we cool. didn't know an yep. awful lot about. We did know it was kind of some kind of shooter game um, to yep. do with vampires, but it looks like we've got a little bit more um, information about it. They've released a bit of a gameplay reveal uh, at this showcase. So looks like it's an open-world kind of single-player experience that you can do in co-op. Um, comes from the guys who made Dishonored and, and Prey. Uh, which is pretty cool, uh, but yeah, it looks it looks interesting, Grizz. What are your f- first kind of thoughts? Um, it kind of looks a little bit like zany and a little bit kind of like death loopy. The art style is a bit um, interesting in it, hey? It's like quite quite different, but it looks really nice. It looks Grizz, really one nice. thing I, I want to just point out is some of the yes. doorknobs are gigantic. Why? Oh, I, I don't know, Cap. Look, look. I don't know. I, have I don't no know what idea. was going on there, but the first doorknob <laughs> that they come across is huge, like yeah, for no right. particular reason. So I'm guessing that there's characters in this game that have exceptionally large hands. Um, yes. But anyways. Now, are you sure this is single player, Cap? Uh, yes. Is it? Uh, it, it is. is a single player. Well, it's got co-op as well. You can do this in co-op, but it's not an MMO or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah so, right. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Look, do you know what, Grizz? I think it looks okay. Um it, I'm not particular. I don't. I can't see myself really wanting this game. It kind of it's hitting the same um, kind of echelon as that. Um, what was that Japanese kind of um, spirit game where you kind of had all the powers and I can't remember what you called that game. It came out recently. I think that was a Bethesda game. Um, okay. God, does anyone in, in chat remember what that game's called? Um, you kind of have like your, your hands are doing like magicy shit and you're running Skyrim. through like <laughs> Skyrim, Tokyo. <laughs> Go and, and killing oh, demons and shit. Uh, Ghostwire. That's yeah, the one. Thanks, Deb. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting what the kind of the same vibes. It was just average. It was just was really it? average. This and I think this average, is going to be yeah. the same. Um, so, do you know what I fucking hate, Grizz, about this game? Is how right. fucking edgy the main character is. I just wish people wouldn't keep fucking doing this shit. It's such su- fucking boring fucking Zuma shit. Um, just like this edgy kind of fucking cool main character got these all these quips that they're saying and it's just it's just shit it's garbage utter garbage i thought their dialogue was just really shit um but yeah that was one thing that really put me off this game but yeah look what are your thoughts chris well from what i hear uh, i've read here that it's kind of like a back for blood blood multiplayer co-op kind of thing with like death death loop style graphics a bit zany a bit out there um, yeah. Which doesn't sound anything like I would really enjoy. Maybe the co-op bit, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat as you. I guess we'll wait and see what what happens to this. But this is releasing pretty soon, Cap. This is apparently summer 2022, so we probably won't be waiting too long, mate, till we find out a bit more about this one. I dare say. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like they have these kind of vampires that have these kind of classes. You know, the I guess brute vampires and the ones that do fire attacks and the ones that do this and that. Um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's fairly uninspired, in all honesty. I, I just don't really have any um, nice things to say about it, which is kind of brutal. I love Arcane. I think as a developer, these guys rock. And um, if, if, if they're listening to this podcast right now, delete this game and make Prey 2, okay? Fuck this off. 
don't tar your impeccable fucking <clears throat> reputation with this kind of shit. Just <clears throat> just make Prey two. All right, it's, Prey yeah, is it, just baby. the best game of all fucking time, and and it just had no limelight. Okay, go and fucking <clears throat> play that game if you haven't. But yeah, look. Um, looks interesting. Um, a lot of people in chat are saying um, it doesn't look like a single player game, but I mean that's just how they're touting it in the in the literature that I'm reading here. Mm. Uh, open world, single player, and co-op FPS. So um, yeah. you can tackle it either as a co-op kind of experience. I'd say it probably has like a max four slots kind of thing. Um, that that kind of style of of um, of FPS, I guess. But um, yeah, I think the coolest thing that I've seen so far in this game, Grizz is um, the character puts down this, like, spirit elevator and then runs through the elevator. It kind of just throws them up into the air. Um, and that's probably the coolest thing I've seen. <laughs> okay. All right, um, let's move on, Cap. Let's yeah. fucking get to the next fuck, one, mate. What fuck we that going? one off. Um, all right, Grizz. So pretty cool news for Persona fans. Um, they're bringing uh, Persona 3 portable, so that's the PSP version of Persona 3. Uh, Persona 4 Golden, which I believe is like the DLC kind of version, and Persona 5 Royal uh, to Xbox, and that's going to be hitting, I believe, Game Pass. Um, so wow. I'm really excited for this because I want, I've want i been wanting to play Persona, 4, Persona 5 again, but I just don't want to play it on my PS5. I want to play it I portable. I haven't so played any of the Persona games, Cap. I reckon so you'll hate thanks. them. I reckon you'll oh, think do they're you? shit. No, I don't think is you'll like them. Of- is there lots of? It's rich? just very anime. I just don't think it's going to be your cup of tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like that yep. kind of shit, mate. Trust me. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but look, I think um, I'm very much looking forward to giving Persona Four a crack on probably my phone, to be honest, because it's going to be available via cloud, oh. I assume. So um, yeah. these things are hitting in October. So um, if you're a Persona fan, um, that's pretty damn cool. Um, they're obviously using the um, the improved versions for the majority of them. Some people probably argue that Persona 3 Portable isn't improved, but, you know, you, you don't get everything you want, do you? Um, so, yeah, there you fucking go. That's just a little sort of uh, tidbit chucked that one in there. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so if you're into those games, get fucking excited. I'm going to be giving um, Persona 4 a crack on my phone. Very freaking cool. Um, actually, that's a good question. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, Sly's saying in chat, there's a lot of reading to do, Grizz, so definitely wouldn't be up your alley, mate. A lot of reading in anime, okay. You can't even spell Metacritic, mate, so let alone bloody read Persona 5. (laughs) On that note, guys, go sub to the YouTube. We've got (laughs) edited content going up there. (laughs) I did fix that typo, by the way, boys. It took me five revisions to get there. Fucking five tries. Basically, for those at home and wondering what the hell we're talking about, Grizz's thumbnail for the most recent um, <laughs> thing we did, which was a Diablo Immortal breakdown, um, he wrote meta citric um, instead of critic, um, <laughs> and the then tried to fix it and basically rewrote the the spelling mistake. Yeah, but it was very very comedic. Just, I'm just yeah. not going to write on the next one. I'm just going to have a picture of Cap's head. <laughs> in. Hey, that'll get some clicks, mate. Hey, you beauty. Um, all right. Um, baby, next to Grizzo, Hideo mm. Kojima. He's mm. come out. He's he's out of hiding. He's back on the fucking main stage, and he's, he's confirming he does indeed have a game in the works. Now, the interesting thing about this Grizz is a lot of people were speculating. Well, we know Norman Reedus has come out saying, "Hey, there's a Death Stranding two in the works." Um, now, Death Stranding one was a PS exclusive for a while, then it obviously hit PC. 
Now, we also heard that he's probably working on another horror game. But interestingly, um, it seems like this particular announcement um, was kind of to say that he's working on a game that leverages heavy off of Microsoft's cloud technology. Um, So I'm not too sure. I mean, look, it could literally be anything, but he's kind of touting it as a never-before-seen way to play a video game or um, idea, basically. So who knows? It was interesting. The way that Death Stranding 1 kind of worked was I found that interesting. So I haven't played it, by the way, but just from what I've heard and read, around, you know, uh, you're obviously like a, a glorified delivery man, essentially, but you can build bridges and other bits and pieces that might show up yeah. in someone else's world, um, even though you'll never have interaction with that person in, in that in that game. So, yeah, it'd be cool. I wonder I wonder what he's got planned and how would, how would the cloud work for... Yeah, analysis? well, that's the thing. I mean, shared experience and, and um, cloud technology I think there's so much different stuff you can do. Um, Deb in the chat saying that um, this was kind of already, um, he kind of semi-announced this already. So I guess he's just kind of embellishing, <laughs> just saying, hey, we're definitely working on this. So um, this was kind of the absolute confirmation that it is coming. Um, I, I do vaguely remember something about Kojima and cloud technology, but yeah, just this this particular um, article that I'm looking at just says um, he was con- working on something with Xbox leverages their cloud technology in a unique way to deliver something nobody has ever experienced before. Um, now, Kojima has some pretty wacky, crazy ideas, so um, I definitely think that if anyone can pull off something weird and wonderful, I think it's this bloke. So um, stay tuned, I guess, and we'll see what he comes up with. It seems like it's probably a fair way off though. So I wouldn't expect this tomorrow. I'd expect this probably in a few years or something. Very cool though. Oh uh, yeah. All right, Grizz. Next, mm-hmm. uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Now we obviously knew this game was coming. Uh, Pav is fucking fist pumping with ferocity uh, in, mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the video. I'm uh, very excited. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. So, um, look, if you didn't play the original Hollow Knight, it's kind of a side-scrolling Metroidvania with a kind of grim, dark kind of art aesthetic, uh, hand-drawn kind of characters. Um, it, it's it all kind of takes place in this kind of bug world, um, and these bugs. I guess you're fighting bug enemies that uh, mm-hmm. are, are being. Um, I don't even. It's kind of Dark Soulsy, I guess. Um, same kind of vibe, but in a bug world. Um, and it looks beautiful, the first one. Now, this has really drilled down into that art style. I feel like they've um, really taken a lot of the environments to the next level. Um, some of the, um, just the way that they've, the intricacy of the level art is is utterly beautiful. Um, I think they've done a really nice job. Um, some of the animations of the things that happens within those environments just look gorgeous. Um, it's definitely taken the original game to the next next sort of stage, I think, for them. And um, you, you play this character. I can't remember what her name is, um, but she's from the original game. Um, the Hornet. Hornet. The Hornet. You actually fight the Hornet. The Hornet, yeah. You? Hornet you is do like the main, main mm. antagonist like, well, throughout the game. Maybe not antagonist yeah. is the right word, but... Yeah, very, I mean, very, very it, it cool. presented what? as the antagonist and then becomes your, your mate, basically. Um, but yeah, if you haven't played um, Hollow Knight and you're into sort of, um, I guess, Metroidvania. Metroidvania kind of stuff, this is definitely like a must play. Made by Adelaide Australian devs. So, I mean, hey, any chance I get to plug an Australian developer that are producing some fucking epically cool shit, <laughs> absolutely will be doing that. Uh, but I yeah, have this, actually this, reached out to those guys on LinkedIn and no one's... 
responded to me yet. So if you, by somehow, by chance, uh, uh, listening to this podcast, we would love to speak to you, you legends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Uh. But Cap, one thing that I found really interesting about this whole um, uh, segment of this is this is going to be day one Xbox Game Pass. Dude, do you know what? That blows my mind because I feel like they they don't need that. So um, because, I mean, a lot of games that hit the Xbox Game Pass day one, they do that because it's going to be more lucrative overall because they'll probably get a better payout from Microsoft than they would if they tried to just sell a bunch of copies. I definitely feel like Hollow Knight has the name. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, even just from the trailer, it it does not need um, any handouts. That's for fucking sure. So it makes me wonder how much fucking money is Xbox giving these guys to get that shit on Game Pass? Um, are they giving blokes, man? Surely Dude. they must have fucking like oh. made a good deal, eh? Yeah, unbelievable, man. These guys must be fucking <laughs> swimming in it now after their initial release. But yeah, I yeah. think in terms of the actual gameplay, um, I I think they've just they've basically given us another Hollow Knight, and and uh, I mean, into like your character seems to have some different moves and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think they've just. They haven't tried to reinvent the wheel or anything. They've they've lent really hard into what they had presented in the first game and just gone, let's ride with that and give you guys a, a bit of extra shit, and it looks really nice. The aesthetics nice. are so similar, aren't they, Cap? I wonder whether there'll be um, any uh, lore overlap bits and pieces between I would think so. Games. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we've got one of the, the characters from the old game as the main character now, so I would think there would have to be some kind of, um, mm. you know, um, connection there. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, those who are kind of law hunters for these kinds of games, I think you'll definitely have a lot of fun here. So very, very cool. But we better move along, Grizz. We've got a lot of shit to get through. Now, the next game um, on the list here. Um, so again, we're going to be just doing highlights. There's a lot of shit in here that I'm just going to skip over. But High on Life, Grizz, did you check out this trailer? I did not. I had nothing okay. about this trailer. Well. So you're going to be relying on you, mate. I'm just going to read this straight off the fucking YouTube description. From the mind of Justin Roiland, Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites, comes high on life. Humanity is threatened by an alien cartel who wants to use them as drugs. Uh, it's up to you to rescue and partner with charismatic, charismatic talking guns. Take down uh, Garmatinus and his gang and save the world. Um, it, it looks like um, a Rick and Morty um, kind of humour level game. Um, you have these talking guns that just sort of, um, I mean, there's one gun is like, oh, don't squeeze me so hard um, kind of thing. So I don't know. It looks interesting. I can't see myself playing this game. I think it just looks inane and, and stupid, <laughs> quite frankly. But I'm sure Rick and Morty fans will be all over this. So, um, yeah, uh, I think the the gunplay actually looks okay. Um, yeah, it just doesn't really sort of... Uh, tickle my fancy personally but um yeah rick and morty is comedy gold though cap i have watched the seasons mate and it's kind of uh it's interesting because it's it's very witty uh comedy value like you need to actually think quite hard about the episodes to know what the fuck's going on uh but yeah very very well written so yeah it'd be cool to see how this kind of turns out now that you've said that i think a lot of people will enjoy this um yeah i don't know if I'll, i'll i'll get around to it but um Looks interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so go and check that out. I'm going to just share this um, thing I'm reading straight here, Grizz. So if you want to chuck those um, okay, YouTube links as I go in there and get them cranking. Um, so, yeah, that was High on Life. Um, console launch exclusive for Xbox. So um, Xbox getting all the fucking cool shit. Um, 
Yeah. Sly Frostpaws saying, to be fair, you need a high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. You do. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Really important you when you're there. trying to unravel the mysteries of that piece of art. Um, now, probably one thing that I thought was actually nuts, Grizz, is um, Microsoft is partnering with uh, Riot Games to essentially release the entirety of League of Legends, including paid characters, on Game Pass. Um, and that includes their account. mobile games as well. Dude, it yep. is an incredible, like, I don't give a shit about this game at all, but in terms of, like, incredibly smart um, partnerships, this is nuts. So all of your League of Legends characters are going to be unlocked. Um, all of the Wild Rift characters are unlocked as well. Valorant, all agents unlocked. Um, Legends of Terror, which I believe is the card game, all of the foundation card sets unlocked um, and team fight tactics, which is their auto chess thing, uh, select little legends unlocked. So dude, honestly, in terms of partnerships, this is out of control. And I think this is actually probably one of the sleeper things that maybe go, holy fuck. Like people have no idea how nuts this is. Um, you're, very, you're very big Le- if, you, if you play League of Legends, I reckon this is going to pull a lot of people across to the game pass. Because Absolutely, if, if, you don't, if you don't know, I'll just fill you in right now. League of Legends has this mechanic where, like, they rotate the heroes. Or heroes, is that what you call them? I don't know yep. what they're called. They Champions have a rotation. Heroes. They have, like, a rotation of heroes that uh, are free to play. And then any others, you need to pay in-game currency that you can kind of build up over time to do that. So, yeah, this is pretty freaking big for that for that franchise. I reckon it'll pull a lot of people over to just absolutely, mate. It's 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 honestly, I, I thought this was absolutely nuts, but um, yeah, very cool collab. I don't think we need to really sort of um, uh, hover over this one for too long, but yeah. just worth kind of um, noting um, just how large um, or how much um, League of Legends content you're going to be getting access to through your Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, all right, moving along, Grizz, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Now, this is the uh, sequel to the original um, uh, game. I think it was Plague Tale Innocence or something like that. Um, basically set in this kind of gruesome, oh, not gruesome, kind of medieval kind of grim world where you're sort of playing as this um, this girl and her and her brother's kind of running alongside you throughout the game and you're trying to navigate through this uh, medieval world that's been infested with these rats, I guess, Black Plague kind of stuff, and that kind of mechanic plays a lot into the game. Um, the next iteration looks really nice. Um, still sort of leading into that kind of rat thing. Um, seems like the main character is having a bit of a identity crisis in the, in the sense that they um, are becoming more and more brutal as time goes on. I guess they've had a pretty hard life and they're probably coming mm. to grips with this um, innate brutality. Um, so I said that's kind of like the story quip that's going on. Um, but a bit of stealth stuff going on. Um, you sort of play this girl who's kind of dealing with these knights and stuff that are trying to capture them for whatever reason. I haven't played the first game. I'm pretty sure one of them has a special power or some shit. And, um, you're basically trying to avoid, um, the, I, I don't know, the fucking Catholic church essentially. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so looks all right. Looks interesting. Yeah, it looks freaking um, great, mate. I think this looks awesome. Yep, that looks very good. Um, so yeah, that was that one, mate. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, that's the next iteration. Uh, they released a bunch of shit about Forza Motorsport. I'm not really going to dwell on that because it's just fucking cars, mate. Have you ever seen a car? Yeah, well, guess what? The There's fucking more of them in Forza. 
That's been pretty successful though, so that it has be, been. Some people would be pretty stoked about that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. So pretty cool. Flight simulators getting a bunch of new shit, including <laughs> a free Halo plane. Um, so <laughs> yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> I thought that was pretty Damn. fucking funny. Um, now, Grizz, the next one I wanted to talk about was um, Overwatch Two. It's going yeah. free to play. Wow. So I wonder. I mean, that kind of makes sense, Cap. Because makes total sense to me. I yeah, can't believe I they mean, didn't do it earlier. The way that you look at the loot boxes, they tried to have a pay. Okay, I'm gonna break this buy down in for you. and tried, then buy loot boxes. Yeah, they tried to have a game where you buy in and then you have loot boxes, and everyone went what? And it was like up in arms. This completely makes sense. This is going to the way that League of Legends kind of works. Dota two, those other successful um, PvP games. So I think I think this is okay. I, I don't mind this cap. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this, mate? Free to play model yeah, on this? Yeah, I think um, it absolutely had to be free to play. Um, and I think the Microsoft acquisition might have actually been the kick in the teeth that they needed to just get someone to be like, hey, <laughs> you're not really offering an awful lot here. Um, let's yeah. make it free to play and monetize it a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it's going to get a lot more players um, on board um, and might be the, the exact thing that the game needed. I think Overwatch has staled horrifically um, oh, yeah. over time. Yeah. I think for those mm-hmm. who've never played it before, it's just like a team-based mm-hmm. squad shooter where you're, you know, 5v5 kind of thing, playing for objectives. Um, but, yeah, it's just – I just don't think it has the same gusto because a lot of the other options are completely free-to-play, dude. So, so how do you operate in a world where every other, uh, like, opposing game to you is also is, is free-to-play? You don't. So Cap- you need I to be, wonder, all be free-to-play. This comes back to when you saw the original footage of Overwatch 2 and you went, this looks like fucking Overwatch 1 to me. Like, this yeah. is nothing new. But now the fact that this is free to play, it makes sense to yeah. me. So yeah. it makes you gone, wonder. All right. Yeah, it makes you wonder. They've obviously just gone, all right, well, I think, man, I, I essentially think that they can make more money from having it this way. You know, when you look, you have a look at how much money Dota 2 They're makes. basically re-releasing the game, man. This is like, <laughs> this is, this is like the fucking Last of Us um, tier kind of shit. They're like basically remade the game and just re-released it, except this time <laughs> they're making it free to play like they should have done all along. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so there you go. Um, all right, uh, I'm just going to quickly sort of um, uh, skim over some of this stuff. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online has a new expansion coming out called High Isle. I guess that's mm-hmm. just we do a heap of drugs on islands, I guess, so that sounds pretty fucking cool. bit of skooma. Um, I don't really know anything about that. I didn't watch the trailer, so if you're interested in that, go and check it out. Looks like Fallout 76 uh, is working on a new expansion um, set in The Pit, which I believe was in... Uh, for that New Vegas, and it was like the Pittsburgh area um, in that game. Now, I will kind of just briefly touch on this. It's, um, we don't have time to really go into it, but there was some news that came out this week, Grizz, that um, the Fallout yeah. 76 devs suffered heavily from burnout and just overworking. Um, really? And guess what? It fucking showed. Um, yeah. So... There you fucking go. Surely before um, they release a DLC, they've got to get the game working properly, right, Cap? Sure. Oh, you'd think so. But, mate, last time I tried to, down- to install that game, the sound wouldn't even work, and it was a known bug, and it had been for about half a year. You'd think they'd get the fucking sound working in the game, wouldn't you? Bit of a fucking important component. Anyways, they didn't. Um, so there you go. All right, moving along, Grizz. Um, Arc 2. Um, now, I think we knew this was coming... Um, but yeah, they basically announced, they showed a cinematic trailer for Ark 2. Ark Mm -hmm. is that survival game kind of 
lots of dinosaurs shit. Now, the most fucking hilarious thing of all time is um, the cinematic trailer um, kind of cuts to this human riding a T-Rex and it's literally Vin Diesel. Is it really? It's are they literally using him in the game, are they? Literally Vin Diesel, CGI Vin Diesel riding a fucking T-Rex. It is just <laughs> fucking bizarre. Um, yeah, and he's there with his family, so that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder how much they paid him for that cat. God knows, mate. Probably gave him a probably gave him a few of the Rocks energy drinks, mate, and he was stoked. Um, but yeah, so anyways, Arc Two coming in twenty twenty three. Now, Grizz, an interesting game called Scorn. Now, I've seen a lot of this. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this, Grizz. Did you see Scorn? No, I haven't seen Scorn yet. Very weird game. Now, if you are familiar with the uh, original Alien books, um, the Alien books use an uh, uh, artist called, um, I think his name was H. Greiger or H. Grieger. Um, okay. He's got this kind of weird art style that's kind of like xenomorphic biology crossed with kind of dark beveled machinery and stuff. So if you can imagine some of the cover art for the early um, Alien stuff, Imagine that as a game. Um, you're kind of this weird, um, disgusting human stuck in this world that's just super fucking gross. It's like yeah, right. organic, oh just like guts and just shite everywhere. Crossed is with this, that. This, this isn't a. Um, this isn't a sequel. This is a. This is the. Oh, this is an original game. Yeah. So this has been coming out okay. for a while, but it. Has it's it, kind yeah. of it, the whole kind of art style is very close oh to that H. Greiger. Um, stuff. It's 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 kind of organic machinery, um, and yeah. it just looks super gross. Um, Human bodies and body parts and stuff. Yeah, mixed dude, with like weird machines now. and stuff. It, it's very dark, grim, and gruesome. So, um, yeah, very bizarre. But um, I'm actually pretty keen to give that a crack. I think the art style looks really cool. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely won't be for everyone. So go and check that out if you like the look. I think it's a shooter. Um, it's definitely first person. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Uh, now Minecraft, um, yes, first of October. Now Minecraft is releasing a, um, kind of like a, looks a bit like, remember that brutal legend game? Yeah. Uh, that had black, uh, Jack black in it. Um, oh yeah, 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 I do. It's kind of like that. It's kind of got that whole, like you're leading a bunch of warp, like, um, battalions and you're kind of doing things in a bigger world. So it's kind of got the same kind of vibe going on, obviously without the cool um, soundtrack. Um, so, well, you might like the Minecraft soundtrack. I don't fucking know, but um, yeah, <laughs> it looks um, cool, looks interesting. So you, you, you're commanding a bunch of um, zombies and shit against pigmen by the looks of things. So, <laughs> Zombie uh, pigmen, yeah, right. Yeah, so that kind of looks interesting. Um, I don't think there's any gameplay per se. I think it is kind of just like this CGI kind of Minecrafty trailer. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it's um, so this isn't uh, in addition, this isn't like gonna be like Minecraft Dungeons or anything like that. Cat no, so like this that. is a specific title, so yeah, not right, Minecraft, okay. not Minecraft Dungeons, which is that sort of top down Diablo thing. This yeah. is gonna be like a kind of I don't even know what kind, what kind of game genre you call Brutal Legend, it's just a bizarre um amalgamation. So, um, yeah, looks very interesting. So, if you're into that kind of shit, uh, get excited. Uh, now I'm going to skip a bunch of shit in here, Grizz, because we're running out of time. Uh, probably mm. the final thing I really wanted to go over was Diablo 4. Yeah, baby. 
Yeah. Diablo yep. 4. Um, I do have a video of this somewhere. Where is it? There it is. Yeah, get that cranked <laughs> out, Grizzo. Um, yeah. So they showed off the Necromancer um, cinematic trailer. Very cool. Before, and they also showed off some gameplay. Before you jump into this, Cap, um, today we heard that Diablo Immortal hit literally rock bottom. It is the lowest Metacritic score of all time, hitting zero point zero point two, alongside its brethren of Warcraft Three Remaster, which is <laughs> sitting at zero point six out of ten. So Very this is the redemption cool. arc we needed, mate, to see some Diablo Four footage. At least something a little bit positive well, is coming. Out. It's yet to show whether we do get the true redemption arc, but I tell you what, what they've sure. shown so far looks very nice. Um, yeah. The gameplay trailer, I think, looked exquisite. Um, it's uh, just a huge step up on Diablo Three, which is which was the last PC title, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, all the classes looked really schmicko. Um, there was one particular thing where one of the characters did this like big blood wave, and I just thought it yeah. looked fucking awesome. Um, well, just on that cap, the one thing that I'm really noticing about Diablo Four is they've gone back to this really dark, gruesome aesthetic that we saw yeah. for Diablo One and Two. Diablo Three was almost a little bit cutesy, and there actually wasn't a lot of gore and bits and pieces. But yeah, that blood wave thing and some yeah. of the cinematics—they're not fucking are, like, around this really time, gruesome. mate. It looks they are really not cool. Fucking around, yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, we yeah. see some now, footage now of uh, like a, a very bloody environment and, and bits and pieces. They definitely haven't yeah. held back on the gore here, Cap, for sure. And they've got the classic kind of environments that we expect from a Diablo game, but I think they're taking it to the next level with their open world kind of thing. Now, we did know that they were kind of going open world, but I think that persistent kind of cooperative experience that you can now undertake within those open worlds look really, really cool. So there's going to be world bosses and stuff that you can engage with your friends um, you know, they showed one world boss that was just spewing literal molten gold everywhere and had this massive um, box that it was using as like a morning star kind of bomby knocker thing. Um, yeah. And I assume that you get to open that chest after you kill it. And if you don't, what the fuck are you thinking, Blizzard? <laughs> yeah. Surely you get to open the big chest that's swinging around. Uh, but I'm sure they do that. Anyways, look, um, the game looks really, really nice. I think um, the spell effects look nuts. Like some of the wizard stuff, um, we're seeing this particular character that's just summoned this massive kind of fire anaconda that's just grappling all these oh, um, yeah. enemies. Um, you know, it, it it just looks really good. I'm I'm very excited to see what it is. Um, I really hope that they don't pump it full of just bullshit microtransactions. Well, and it, yeah. it is worth adding here, Cap. We did have uh, one of the Diablo Four devs come out on Twitter today. He actually answered someone's question who was. Someone was giving Diablo for a hard time, saying, "Oh, you know, it's uh, you know, Diablo Immortal. It's going to be terrible." And he and he came out and said, um, "This full price game on release on PC, uh, PC and console game will have huge features, tons of ongoing content, including paid DLCs. Uh, paid content is built around cosmetics only, um, or okay. future DLCs to come in the game. So and so it should stuff, be." This is, I mean, this is someone's word of mouth, right? So we don't yeah. know this, but from what we've seen from Diablo Three and other bits and pieces, that that that's kind of how they do these games. And you were saying, Cap, that they're going to make enough money from Diablo Immortal, mate, so they're going to be able to create a game that they can. Uh, I don't know. Well, do you know what we've highly... discussed this before, Grizz? And I mean, we're kind of running out of time, but I'm just going to cover it real briefly. Like Diablo Immortal can't exist without Diablo Four because yeah. it, it's Diablo Four that builds on. The world um, adds to it to the nth degree, and Diablo Immortal just kind of persists in this world where it can make a shitload of money. It still needs Diablo 4 to build, basically be a world builder. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's in Blizzard's best interest to still try and capitalize on the market that wants a game like Diablo 4. Like, obviously, it's more difficult to develop a game of this scale and this quality when you compare it to a mobile game, but it's still a market that people want to make money off. So the only way to yeah. make money in a, in a market like this is to create a good game like fucking Diablo Immortal and not pump it full of bullshit tra- microtransactions. So let's see how they go. Looks really good so far. Very excited to play the Necromancer. Um, and yeah, Lilith, the, the enemy, looks sexy but also scary. This. I haven't seen this yet, mate. But one thing that I was scared about with Diablo 4 is I found that Diablo 3 was really dumbed down in terms of, you know, the skill tree. No, no skill tree and you've just got these select um, skills basically and they pulled a lot of the stats away whereas Diablo 1 and 2 were quite hardcore into skill trees. I'm just looking at this one image that I've got, got up here which looks to be some kind of skill tree. That looks fucking insane. And yeah, that there's a lot me. on there. It, that me, I do mate. wonder like, exactly yeah. what all those nodes and things are and exactly what they mean. But I mean, Grizz, yeah. we've had, um, you know, multiple top-down um, kind of Diablo-esque games. Um, what would you call them? Like action RPGs. Um, action RPGs, yeah. Since that have had very, very highly customizable end-game kind of, um, mm. you know, RPG systems like the Paragon system, but like just more crazy. What's that common one? I can't remember what you call it. The most beloved Path one. Path of Exile. Path of Exile. I mean, yeah. the options for that game is just out of control. Skill so. Tree is like a fucking constellation from the sky. Dude. There's that many options. It yeah. literally is. Like, it's nuts. It's huge, man. So, I mean, people yeah. obviously want that, Grizz. And I think, mm. you know, the devs have probably gone, oh, well, maybe we didn't need to do a Skyrim and just dumb it down to the point where literally you could be virtually brain dead and play this game. Let's give people so. the ability to actually have some meaningful customization on their characters that actually translates into some actual combat prowess or, or play the way you want to play. So um, obviously it all comes down to the implementation and how well that goes, I guess. But yeah, so far, Grizz, I think Diablo looks really fucking sexy. Go and check out the trailer um, if you're vaguely interested. And Grizz, that pretty much covers everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Look, there's a bunch of other shit that we couldn't touch on today, guys. Um, one omission that I'm a bit sad about and uh, we didn't see, even though it was rumoured, was the uh, 007 GoldenEye remake. Is that going to happen? Who knows? We'll find out one day. But, um, yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. What did you think Otherwise, overall, Cap- Grizz? Oh, mate, you know what? This is, it's, it's a real exciting time to be a gamer. Um, yeah. Because, like, I don't know whether I'm just, like, more cognizant of what's happening around me in, in the gaming scene, but... What we saw from Summer Games Fest, uh, from Devolver Digital, which we weren't able to cover today, as well as this Xbox Bethesda thing, there is so many freaking good games coming within the next year. Look, Um, I think we'll probably do next week is we didn't get a chance tonight, but we'll probably go through the Devolver Digital titles next week. I really wanted to go through them tonight, but we're just running out of time. We're pushing two hours now. Um, Some of the titles from that, showcase uh really fucking cool indie games like i probably some of the standout stuff for me um uh cold of the lamb uh angerfoot and um uh there's another one that's kind of like a storybook thing um look very very cool game so if you're interested in indie games go and check those out because they definitely deserve a bit of support and i'll tell you what devolver digital can virtually do no wrong they are just such excellent public uh, like publications um, they would know what they're doing, eh? Can't oh, absolutely. They just get people on board and just create really, really solid games. Um, so we might go through that next week. But um, overall, I think, honestly, the the Xbox Bethesda showcase I thought was pretty bloody good. 
um, especially in comparison to the summer game stuff. Again, it's 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 different because Xbox and Bethesda uh, and Blizzard are actually developing these games. So of course they're going to be able to show better games because they're fucking developing them. <laughs> so uh, in comparison to summer games, it just kind of gets what it gets. Um, but yeah, overall pretty cool. Um, and I think is that about it? We that's, yeah, I think yeah, we'll mate. fucking leave it there. Let's wrap it up there. Yeah, now obviously we didn't get a chance to go through quickfire today, guys, but we'll be doing that again next week once we get back into our regular programming. Um, but as always, guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. We bloody appreciate you. If you're watching live from twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio, you too can watch us record these episodes live every Monday from around 7 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. That's when we go live. Uh, now, as always, just want to thank our Patreons, our wonderful, beautiful Patreons. Thank you so much for supporting this show financially. We really appreciate it. Uh, Sukai, Moosey, Hohen Honey, Bogues, Caging Runt, and Sergeant Paul. You guys fucking rock. Really appreciate you. And everyone listening to the podcast in their cars whilst mowing the lawn, doing the dishes, um, whatever else it is that you get up to. Um, yeah, we bloody appreciate you big time. Um, now. If you do us all a favor, please go and follow us on follow us on all our socials. Go and follow us on Spotify. Go and follow us on Twitter. Um, that's slash OGR show. Um, go and follow us on Facebook and go and follow us on YouTube. We're going to be posting um, kind of uh, wrap up YouTube videos here and there uh, where we can. Um, so get your eyes on those. We had a really um, successful video this week. So if you want to find out the kind of lowdown on Diablo Immortal. Um, go and check that out on our YouTube. I believe it's just just look up Oceanic Gaming Radio. You'll find it. Um, we have a Discord going as well. Um, as for the link to that, you can find it in the description of this podcast, this Twitch stream, fucking in chat, everywhere. Just go look for the description of whatever media you're consuming it off. Um, and if you want to be a part of the uh, the show, you can just vote in the poll, and that's just done via Twitter. Um, but yeah, I think that covers just about everything. I think I've I've run everything off the top of my head. Um, Kenny, any final you words? Really, you did a real good job at covering everything there, man. I've got <laughs> nothing to say. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Apart from uh, we just, I'm just really enjoying this content, so I, I appreciate all the support, no matter where it comes from. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Oh. I'll see you next week, Grizz. Yes. We always we can't forget this. We have to say it every week. You have to go and tell one friend about this podcast. If it's your little brother, your fucking, your dad, your mum, your fucking granddad, your grandmum, just tell one person about this podcast um, and hopefully they'll tell one person about this podcast and so on and so forth. And uh, we'd really appreciate that kind of organic growth if you can help us get there. So um, appreciate you. And um, actually, yeah, Deb, it, it, the show's all over. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs> Good work, boys. Very nice.